Welcome to the Prime Talk with your hosts, Dan and James. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's been it's spanning been the globe. You mean they're like marching? They're, armies are marching. Well, armies are marching. Absolutely. <laughs> well, the the, the uh, you know, first I want to congratulate Brian, who's on. Uh, you know, our our dear friend, and I want to make sure I get his. It's, it's Captain General. I know that much, but I need to know the rest of it. But Captain General, His Astonishing Highness Prince Usurper Light of Appalachia, he started. Our online, uh, Grognard's Guild Online yesterday right. had a number of players and looked like it was a, a big success. I saw you recapped his notes. Yep, the GGO. The GGO, the Grognard's Guild Online. That's right. It's like a world, new world order or something. I love it. That would, right. be, that would be good. So um, I need to get with Brian because we need to set the button meetup. So if you're still interested uh, in playing in his campaign, go out to meetup.com to our Grognard's Guild. I'll put that in the link and they can sign up. We're also talking to another... Uh, friend of ours, Josh, another patron who wants to set up a game. So, you know, again, one of our big missions is how do we get people to play first edition if they don't have a game locally to them. We really should have figured out a way that we would make just commission on all of this without doing anything. You wow. Know? Well, we, oh. Oh, I know I said let's talk about patrons, but not what do you want them to like chip in a dollar if they want to play, pay a for game. play? Wow. Yes, because then we could just do nothing. That's my goal. That's why I started this. That's why you started. So we can no, eventually thought, do nothing. I thought it was to have a con and, and help people play D D, but apparently your motivations changed a little bit. Well, you? I well, I I think I have evil tendencies. Oh, is it because of the stock market? Maybe this week is your. That's very depressing. Oh, come is, on! I don't is, want to talk is, about it. It's very depressing. So you you may have to work a little bit longer, and your dream of running a game show is stop, uh, game shop is <laughs> going true. away. I gotta, that's right. Some game people, shop. We'll have to talk about that because Alan Hammock. After he left TSR, he opened up a store. Oh, he did? did Come okay. on, you didn't read my extensive three no. pages of notes? No, I didn't. I do all this work. Okay. I looked it over. I thought, I said, great stuff. Dan, Dan's ready. <laughs> Dan is ready to go. <laughs> I don't know. I can go to sleep. That's right. I <laughs> Dan's can, got this. I can focus on other things. <laughs> that's that's the IT. That's right. I don't have to worry about that. Fair enough. Um, so also what we did last week... Uh, last time we went on Carlos's uh, show, Castle Talk. That was a very good interview. Supposedly, one of the most popular hats. So we had a good time. That was a lot of fun. Our thanks to Carlos for yep. having us on, making us feel like we're somebody. Yeah, he's had Jim Ward on. He's had Luke Gygax, and he's had us on. All right. That's the SAT question. Which one does Which not belong? Which one does not belong? <laughs> James and Dan. James and Dan. Ninety-nine percent got that question right. That's right. Ninety-nine percent. That's a good James. question. <laughs> The pedagogical study of that question. No, that's not a good question. It's too easy. Oh, that's true. Well, maybe that's the gimme one. That's the bad thing. You know, see, that's what you feel bad about teaching is you, you sort of want questions where like 30% will get it wrong, and then you feel bad about wanting that. Right. You know? You want people to, to fail. No, I didn't say that. You okay. need some people to get it wrong. All right. Well, um, we also did our, uh, I just started my, our, the Borderlands campaign is continuing. We just had our first uh, session locally. Uh, Adventures in Seaford, and so Dan and I ran a patron-exclusive online uh, session for, for our patrons. Yes. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Sorry you were not feeling well, but you're on the mend, supposedly. The coronavirus has subsided. It may come back later, but right now you're on the mend. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And I made my saving throw versus death magic or poison or something. Did you? You don't know that. Roll. 
You don't know that because it takes some time maybe, right? Maybe you'll get it. Oh yeah, 18. you clearly did. I okay. clearly did. All right. Constitu plus I have a constitution bonus because you know, I am a priest of uh, Aphrodite, so. And he is a priest of Aphrodite. Just for you <laughs> listeners out there, I bought this. It was basically tub tubbo, yeah, tubbo, tubbo, tubbo pink mm -hmm. dice, sparkly dice. Love it. For, and that's the point, he loves it for, uh, oh, I'm gonna touch all these. Yeah, mm, that? yeah. That's okay, because uh, I brought this. Are gonna, what, are you gonna dump your just, dice in it? I'm just gonna squirt <laughs> them in there and just slosh them around when you're done. <laughs> so, um, would it be wrong if I put a face mask on? Should we should just be like, uh, I have, put face masks on. We bought them. Do you have yours? No. We did. And they don't, when you wanna borrow them, you I'll only think need about them it. if you're the one who's sick. It's not gonna That's help. That's what they say, but oh, okay, let's not get into that. So, so James is the cleric of Aphrodite because I bought these dice, this tub o mm -hmm. pink sparkly dice for our Valentine's special. Right. I love them. And you love them, and now you want them to be our. That's right, official dice. All, every time I come here, there they are. Ready, to, right. be, ready to be used. I use them at my game. Nothing says pain like rolling a d20 yeah. on a pink dice. That's true. All right. So we, we're doing that. I really want to have a paladin of Aphrodite. That'd be kind of cool, that wouldn't would it? That would be. I don't know how that plays out, but I like it. Paladin and, of Aphrodite. And you can give him a Greek name, too, like right? Spiros or something. Yes. That, that sounds... Need a high con. <laughs> That's right. High con and high don't, charisma. You can't ask Jim Ward. You're going to ask Jim Ward why yeah. the clerics of Aphrodite need, the male ones need a high con. I just con want to verify what we assume is the reason. Okay. Is that okay? Someone it's better to talk him. about norm, gnomes. Who okay. cares about gnomes? Who, I want to know about gnomes see, or sex. That's mm. right. Well, maybe it's some, maybe there's some other reason. It can be both. That's right. Why not? Gnomish sex with the cult of Aphrodite. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's a lot. That's oh, a lot. I just had an image of. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not good. That's not good. <laughs> I like gnomes, but not that much. That's right. You're not a gnome lover. All right. Are we? So we, we have patrons who are are entitled to. to yeah. So part of um, oh, because we're having a giveaway. You know, this is the last day. If you are a patron, and I know all our regular listeners like, please, for the love of God, give this away. This is uh, our dear friend, Victor, so the Scourge of the North, yes. created this 3D image uh, from Deities and Demigods, which is uh, obviously a Jim Ward major contributor, author of it. This is the last day. If you are a patron, if you sign up to be a patron, by the end of the day today, you'll be eligible to be in the giveaway. We'll roll them out, and we're gonna give it away at our next, uh, at our next Grog Talk. Right. So Pretty that's exciting. gonna be giving away. So, um, and the reason we do all this is because, you know, we know people are giving money to help us fund some of this shenanigans and we appreciate it. So we're trying to make yeah. it worth your time because uh, this, this is what makes it happen. So again, thank you to everyone who's out there. Uh, so as part of that, we do have some uh, titles to give out. Yes. We have a number of titles, which I know you've been missing this. I have, I'm very excited. We got a lot of titles. Right, so let's start with Thomas Powell. Thomas Powell is, I like it. He's he is uh, he's 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 going he's going big. What does that mean? M mean he said I claim New England if it's available. Oh. He lives in Maine, but he feels like oh. that's a pretty paltry land grab. He lives in I love Maine. Have you been to Maine? I have once. In, but like was it Bangor? What's the what's yeah, the bang, bang, uh, Bangor for bang. the locals? I believe yeah. bang, Bangor, 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 Maine. Bangor, Maine. Like and and near Bar Harbor. I haven't been. I've just been there, and it was like in and out. Because I was in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. oh gotcha. Oh, you flew into Bangor? No, I, I flew. I was in Boston, and we went up there real quick and came back. Oh, it was a. You're like this sucks. No, just <laughs> turn around. That was that was the closest I was going to get to. I'm with you because we had stuff to do in Boston. Okay, 
I love Maine. And so, yeah, why can't he take? He can take New England. We I, don't have any. We don't. Rhode Island's not been. So, what nope. is New England? Rhode Island, Connecticut. Yeah, I, I, well, Vermont and Maine, and Vermont and New Hampshire. Yeah, I would say everything like the, whatever the New England Patriots are claiming. I'm sure that's the same kind of area. Well, that's America's team, isn't they? Don't they have the whole country? <laughs> no, I think Dallas is the American. They hate them. They're like the anti-Dallas, that's right. aren't they? Well, that's right. They're, they're both. They're both horrible. As a New York Giants fan. Anyway, moving on. All right, let's do it. So we are here to proclaim a title for our uh, Thomas Powell. So let's start with our first thing, which is D15, right? Uh, D15. Oh, that's right. We got to do this weird thing. How are we going to do this again? Oh, we need your. We know you know we need. Your oh, dice. we do. Aha! Yes. See, you and your fancy pink dice, you cleric of Aphrodite, and then you come crawling back. To the jumbo dice. I just I just need a dice, and only I need it because we. No, they're bullies. That's right, they are. Bullies. They just. Uh, are they chipping well, your dice? No, but look. And why are they bullies? Do I have to explain? Yes. They're white dice. Come on. Oh, that's bullies. Well, that's the point. They're beating up on the pink dice. That's, oh, why are you? That's right. Why are these? You've, you're these, feminine dice. We right. don't like you. Is these that male, it? These male dice. All right. Yeah, then the pal and Aphrodite's gonna come along. Like, who's right. making fun of the pink dice? And nobody. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> All right, seven. Chamberlain. You've got to be kidding me. No, no, listen. We need a better bedside manner. He's all excited, and we're like, ah. Oh. Now, Chamberlain, Chamberlain, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chamberlain. Some, of our, some of our best patrons are Chamberlains. Uh, well, that's, that, is, that is true. Right? Oh. Chamberlain. All right. Is there any other dice? You should warn me what dice I cannot roll. This is getting very crowded in this <laughs> dice tray. All right, what's the next one? Oh, so we got to decide. Then a D30. 23. 30, 29, 28, 27, 26, 25, 24, 23. Magnificent. Do we have a, I know, I'm sure we have magnificent. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, hello, hello. Uh, our friend, dear friend Menon is on. Hello, Menon. Uh, he's, he's recovered from his... Seeing how we DM, which is shocking to most people. All right, another 30. Another 30. Seven. Greatness. Greatness. Oh, that's, it's a good title. It is. All right, then we got a D15. Yeah. 25, so that's 13. Emperor. Emperor. Greatness Emperor. I don't, I don't think New England's an emperor kind of place, but okay. I think this is actually the tight Tom Brady's title, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. This is the, we're giving you Tom Brady's title. Exactly. That's right. Go blue. Okay. Sixty. Yep. Uh, so that would be nine. Loyal. Loyal. Well, we need loyal. We do need some loyalty. So I don't trust that Dorso fellow. <laughs> no, not at all. He, <laughs> Are you kidding me? He'd sell us out in a second. Yes, in a D thirty. I don't know these guys. <laughs> I think that's a six. Six. Commander of. Commander of New England, okay. Oh, there's a subjugator of and a subduer of. Oh, that would be amazing. There's a slaughterer of. Oh, so <laughs> many good ones. Why do I have to roll so badly? I think you're going to- Let's stop. What? You're disappointing Oh, him. that's right. We're not disappointed. It's, it's, not that, it's not that we're disappointed. We're, we're not. We're very excited. All right, so uh, I think we need to, and you know what? You're going to roll the dice next time. I'm going to pick this Oh, okay. Because I'm apparently- sure, you're right. I'm, Maybe it is you. I'm Chamberlain, load, I'm Chamberlain focused. Okay. So uh, we now bequeath to uh, Thomas Powell the following title. He, us as the rulers of the Grog Empire, with the, with the host of the Grog Empire in attendance online throughout the world, we proclaim the following title. 
Thomas Powell is the Chamberlain, Magnificent Greatness Emperor. Loyal Commander of New England. Congratulations, Thomas. Thank, thank you so much. That'll be posted on the uh, Heldry. Uh, if you have any color specifications, please let us know. I assume it's red and blue. I assume it's going to be red and blue and white. Or black and gold. Bruins. Oh, the Bruins. Right. That's true. Yeah. I'm not left that. Or green. And, uh, okay, you get it. Or green. Or moving yeah. on. Okay, got it. Perfect. All right. So we have... Uh, Carlos Mondragon. Uh, he is from Mexico, and he wrote a wonderful response to learning that he is eligible to become a uh, part of the Grog Empire. I'm going to paraphrase it. First of all, he's talking about coming to GrogCon this year, which would be super amazing. Yes. Uh, he is a Grog, a Greyhawk Ista, uh, like us and Carlos, so he's super excited about that. Uh, he started up an AD&D game just to keep it going there in Mexico. I'm not sure mm -hmm. what part of Mexico. Uh, but he's explained uh, where his lineage is, and he is uh, claiming a part of the uh, Basque uh, region of Spain, is, and because apparently oh. his name uh, comes from Mount Dragon or Mount of the Dragon. And, he, he, and so it's like Pendragon, he says, but oh. Mount Dragon. That's very, oh, that's very cool. Yes. Ah, Scourge checking in. Hello, sir. So, um, <laughs> Mon Dragon is really what uh -oh. he's, he's, he's saying. The last three vowels should be emphasized versus what we do in English, which we say Mon Dragon, you know, that kind of thing. So, is it, it means like, like Mount Dragon? Is yeah, Mount of the Dragon. Mount of the Dragon. That's right. Not so, like Mount Dragon, but like Mount of the Dragon. Yes. So I'm going to say he's he's taking over the Basque country of northern Spain. I'm going to I'm going to give him the whole thing. Why we're not going to? He's got to be riding a dragon. How many right. colors do we have of dragons? Uh, you know. Oh well, there you go. We have a thing up there. Okay. How many are there? Well, we've got red. We've got blue, white, black. Okay. So I'm going to roll ten sided. Okay. Well, you you. You want just the chromatic dragons or the metallic dragons? Well, then don't you also have the neutral ones and you yeah, got the, the orange dragon the, 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 the from gem, Dragon Man? There's gem dragons later and all these others. So we're sticking with, because do you want him to ride an evil dragon is really what the question yeah, is. Yeah, possibly, sure. Let's just do the monster manual dragons. Okay, so that would be three, six, there's ten of them. All right, perfect. You know, you know where it starts with one? You well, got I'm going to start head? one and go around uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So okay, and yep. what we're talking about is James, I'm sorry, the GrogCon studio, the Grog Talk studio has a poster of dragons. It's a two. Two. It looks like a brass dragon. He's, okay, is that an, okay. So he's riding a, a brass dragon. Right, a brass dragon, which is a good dragon. Okay. So he's, I love it, brass okay. dragon. All right. Let him know that too. His new name is Carlos Brass Dragon. Carlos Mondragon de Brass. I don't know how you say that. Yeah, brass. I like that. He's mad, that's right. So, uh, so for Carlos, if he's watching this, como se dice brass in Espanol? Which, You're full of surprises. Hey, you know, <laughs> six years in New York. That'll get you something. <laughs> okay. So I just asked, how do you say brass in, in Espanol or in Spanish? No, I figured that much. Oh, see? I mean, I well, You picked it up. You're a sharp I guy. Did. You're a linguist. Let's well, see what my intelligence is. You ready? Uh, Can I roll yeah. five of these? Uh, I'll give you four. No, no, what no, is it? No, it's three, right? It's, three. it's either three or We're four. We're zero level units. Yeah, we are zero. Our fighters. Yeah. Four. Not bad. I'm at least 70. Oh, 90. <laughs> that's average. That claims it's average in the Monster Man. You're, you're functional. Right? <laughs> you don't need a drill cup or anything. I'm gonna, you know, yeah. I, I might make it through magic. You just go. So I have a 10. You're not bad. See, we're about, well, so you're, we're the you're more, more charismatic. charismatic. I'm the more intelligent. Who would have thought? <laughs> 
All right. Uh, I don't know, David. That's a good question. Someone let us know. If he's saying, does is the brass one have a polymorph breath weapon? I think it may have. That would be pretty awesome. A polymorph? You mean it has a breath weapon? It polymorphs people. Yeah. You and they're like, what? What if it polymorphs the, so into like a I don't know, we'll have to look hill that giant? That would be that could be bad. That would be amazing. All okay. right, let's get this going. What do I do? Roll on. D30. Your D big, big dice. And you're dividing it. Roll it again. Oh, really? <laughs> Your pink dice are killing Stop me. Stop pushing them away. They're, I do want to push them away. They're killing me. 23? So that's 24, 12. Well, let's see. 15, a guild master. Oh, this is good. See? Let me do the rolling, my friend. Yeah, that's probably oh. a good idea. You think it's an assassin's guild? Oh, I don't know. We have to. We have to be roll. a dragon's guild. Carlos, I don't know. I don't know how you get Do into dragons it. have it? Why not? No, no, it could be the dragon riders guild. Dragon riders guild, that's right. So let's see. Mm -hmm. Guild master. You right. need training. Yeah, you do. You do, right? You don't just, you don't just ride you a dragon. How do you ride your dragon? I mean, it's like that movie. Uh, another uh, D30. Four. Four. His. His glorious. Okay. His. Oh, we didn't, did we do a his most or anything on the last uh, we one? We may have to for Thomas. I'll have I to see if that. it makes sense. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's see. On his. Chamberlain. Chamberlain. His most his. magnificent. Yeah, it has to be his. Yeah, clearly. Right. Yeah, yeah, clearly. All right, so I'll fix that. All right, keep, keep rolling. Oh, sorry, what am I rolling? Uh, and the only reason we're kind of rushing is, you know, even though one of our best videos was five and a half hours long. Right. <laughs> we've got... Now they appreciate we've it. we got stuff to do. Uh, Guildmaster, His Glorious, you're rolling another... Uh, die 30, right? Uh, die 30, that's right. Three. What happened to the Guild... No. Guildmaster, His Glorious, three... Uh, sagacity. There we okay. go. His glorious sagacity. What was sagacity again? You Be sagacious. Yes. Mm. Sage-like. Because I had it wrong. Is, that what, is, that, is it sage-like? I thought it was. I thought that's, you, that's what you told me. Someone will tell us online, won't they? What am I rolling, 15? How many people are in the contest? Uh, there's about 20 people in the contest right now. So wow. Yep. Yeah, 10. Uh, 10, 15, 14, 13, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10. Baron. Okay. Sagacity Baron. Carlos Lysing is a Baron, I believe. The Baron he of is. Cleveland. He is. A D60, oh. so you need okay. two of those. Big money. 28. 28. Irresistible. Huh? Oh. He's just, he is, he's got, he's got the, the Carlos Lysing path. Who's saying simply irresistible? Uh, what was that? Ro um, what the hell is his name? The guy who was saying, uh, Robert Palmer. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it's like I felt like I'm a game show. No, now. you didn't do it in the and you didn't do it in the was form it a question? Of question. Well, you gave me the to question. Say who is? You said Robert Palmer. You said who sang it. You should have said. You should have. That's true. Hey, you can't. I, Alex Trebek. Thank you. Up. That's right. And the last. Uh, Wait, what am I rolling? Just a D30. Oh, 29. 29. Hammer up. Oh yes, the irresistible hammer. The irresistible hammer. That's awesome. Man. Uh, Hammer yeah. the, uh, I like the Basque region, so, of Basque. And, yeah. and, and we'll, we'll qualify. If he wants to change it to a specific town or something, we can do that. But we're not going to. I don't know. You know, the Hammer of Basque hammer sounds of Basque pretty good. Hammer Basque is pretty awesome. That's a, was that an artifact, wasn't it? Yes. So we're, are we are we giving him to be the Dragon guild, dragon Rider Guildmaster? Is that what we are Sure, we, why not, right? It's Hammer it's hammer, It is Hammer time. That's right. So Dragon, uh, dragon Rider Guildmaster. So this is his official title. See, this is why we're us. We can do this kind of stuff, and people don't. We do whatever we want. Right. Uh, until they conspire and come and take us over. But, you know, 
at this point. That would be interesting. That would be. Just so one we'll... day, there's like Vic sitting here in Carlos. <laughs> well, Vic has threatened to come and tie us up a few times and yeah. take over. Okay. But that was with the Strangler. Notice we've been much more, much more uh, deference to him now that he's he's. Yeah. His, see, right. Once he got this, right. Once 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 his, his significant other is a, a Strangler. We, right. We we know not to never mess with him. never convicted. That's right. Never convicted. So now uh, we proclaim to our friend Carlos Mondragon. The following a title. He is the Dragon Rider Guildmaster, His Glorious Sagacity. Baron Irresistible Hammer of Bass. Congratulations. What a title. And so he needs to come up with a story of how he's training dragons on his, his brass dragon. That's pretty amazing. Right, right. I love it. And that was a good idea rolling that. Uh, so the last one is actually one who signed up before. Our friend uh, Div- Stephen Masuria, and who wanted uh, uh, to say, "Hey, uh, hi, James and Dan. Great work. The following is your of the realm." This is what he said: "I journeyed south to unknown lands and climbed the peak of majestic mountain. There, before me, I beheld the land where the mighty rest- western river flowed south. As far as I could see, to the east, the land extended far and wide until it touched the vast endless sea." So I crossed the dismal swamp where I came upon a great pine forest. Alas, in that forest, a fiendish devil did dwell. Battle of the devil and continued south to lands where the mighty river emptied into the vast endless sea. Then I turned back and gazed upon the mountain from whence I had came and claimed all the land between the mountains, river, and sea. I built a stronghold called Exit 8 and named the fair land New Jersey. Yes. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. That's good. Ah, look, we have, we have, we have a, a more dear friends showing up. Thank you. Uh, and the only reason I try to remember these because if I don't, uh, the master's most majestic suzerain, Marquis Insurgent Terror of Bruce County is on the angry uh, monk. Hello, sir. Uh, so, he, that's right. It's the Misty Mountain Hop to New Jersey. <laughs> Never has New Jersey sounded so wonderful right? and, and, majest- and, and fantastical. He should work for their um, tourism bureau. I <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could focus on the swamps and there's devils right. in there, but you could focus on the, that it's near sea and everything else. I believe Stephen was also involved in the naming of Greenland, wasn't he? <laughs> Probably, instead of frozen hell wasteland, Greenland. That's perfect. What the? We need to hire him for grog con marketing. Right. Mark, some kind of grog card marketing. Exactly. So, what, what? This is it? This is it? It sounded so much better. <laughs> It's like those bad info, uh, bad infomercials, right? We, you know, got all these great things, and really, it's just move left. Ugh. they want, they want they me. To be, they want to see you, they, James. They want me to be infected. Your adoring fans. They want me to be infected. <laughs> they want me to be infected by you. They all right. want to see you. All right, let's keep going. Let's do it. All right, what am I rolling? You're rolling D30. 24. 12, 15, 14, 13, 15, 12. Guildmaster. Everyone's a guildmaster. Okay, one, two, or three. It's no, how, no. It's probably one or two assassins. Three, four, or five, or six is thieves. You don't need to write this down. I just want to know. Yeah, it's a thieves guild. You sure? Why couldn't it be? Oh, a, you're right. Couldn't be a, a armor, a wheelbarrow guild master. <laughs> That's true. We should roll in the secondary skill. Yeah, we should probably do that. Cause or yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. Roll in the secondary skill. Well, wait. There's a one. There's got to be a chance. It's a profession, like a one in six that it's one of the fighting profession. One of the Adventuring profession. Okay, one out of six adventuring, okay? Okay. Because you got a shot at that. It's an adventuring profession. Okay, wonderful. Now what? Now what, how many classes do you have? Uh, well, there's... Are you just using this or the book that shall not be named? Oh, my gosh, no. We're using just this. All right. Uh, 
I'm slowing things down, aren't I? No. It's your, it's well, your, yes, I am. It's your show. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> All right. I should know by this point in time how many classes there are, right? Yes, we've gone over. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's ten. This well, is, there's, yeah, there's oh, a bar. A bar at 11. Oh, how do you do that? All right, so we're all 12 sided. Yeah, 12 sided, yeah. And if we, all right. Oh, and if we get a 12. 12, we keep moving on. He doesn't, he's the. Eight. eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Thief. Thief. The, right. You meant. The dice don't lie. That's uh, See? You're right. Well, you don't and that's why the intelligent. Uh, okay. Okay, so I'll put Guildmaster Thieves so he knows. Right. Yeah, he doesn't want to show up the wrong one. Like the assassins, I'm here. Yeah. I'm ready to they're rule. They're complaining that we, not complaining, they're, they're commenting we added the bard. Well, it was optional. We should have rolled if it was optional. That was a mistake. Mm, that's true. Sorry. Right. Well, well done. Wait, let me get this straight. The UA gang is upset that we added bard? Yes. Okay. Yeah. They are, they are a little slightly perturbed. All right. All right. All right. Uh, D20, D30. Seven. seven. Two, four, six, seven. Grand. That's good. His grand. Mm -hmm. All right. D30. Grand Guildmaster. The Guildmaster Grand. It sounds like a wrap, doesn't it? Sounds like, a, sounds like a plate, something you order at Denny's. I'd like the Guildmaster Grand. <laughs> 30, 29, 28, 27, 26. Lordship. His Grand Lordship. All right. He's Guildmaster seen. Grand Lordship. All, All right. right. Uh, D15. 29, so is that a 15? Lord, yep. Okay. For, uh, oh, that's right, Prince. Prince. Grand Lordship Prince. Uh, D60. Six. Six, two, four. Matchless. Okay. I think we have a matchless. All right, we have 60 choices and we keep getting the same. Uh, and now the last one, D30. Get winner, winner. 21. 21. Let's see, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Lion. Lion of New Jersey. Well, that sounds right. pretty good. I like that. All right. So our final uh, online uh, bequeathing of a title is to Stephen Missouria, who is, uh, by the powers vested in us, by us as the emperors of the Grog uh, Empire throughout the world and the universe as the multiverse, we proclaim Stephen Masuria the Grand Master, his Grand Lord, Guildmaster, his Grand Lordship. Prince Matchless Lion of New Jersey. Congratulations, sir. Thank you very much. Well done and welcome to the Grog Empire. Now our East Coast is fleshed out. That yes. was good. We had our, this campaign has uh, established our, our an East, East Coast prominence. Because, you know, because we need protection from right. people coming across the Atlantic. Right, exactly. The Vikings. Right, we have, and we have more, more European presence. It's fleshing out nicely. Mm -hmm. um, I also want to thank uh, our dear friend, um, uh, Cyber Heston, out there, who has increased his uh, patron. So he's going to be, oh, he is part you. of our... Now we need to do an online session for him and others as well. So we're very excited about that. Very Thank cool. You. Thank okay. you so much. All right. All right, moving on. And speaking of that, Swedish Challenge, we're still doing well. I don't know if we're 19th anymore in Finland, but in Sweden, we're, we're still in the top 30. So, and as you probably accurately said, we're probably the top 30 in podcasts who do AD&D, whose name is Dan and, right. Dan and James. But we're, we're going to take that. Speaking of that, iTunes reviews. Uh, we got a review from Mr. Benanches. I'll take it, Benanches. So glad I found this podcast like many others. I have a similar story. I played AD&D as a kid. 
came back as an adult, and now I'm DM for group. It's nice to hear others with the same enthusiasm for the roots of D&D, all the clunky rules that entails. Viva Gygax and TSR. Viva Gygax. That's right. We'll see you there. Well. So thank you very much. Thank you. For that nice review. All right, excellent. We are moving forward. Uh, thank you, sir. And so now we do random encounter. So the champ is a Sharon Demon. Sharon. Sharon. I just think of Sharon, like Sharon Tate, Sharon. Yeah. Stone. Well, I think it's, I, I don't remember Sharon Char, as the, the way you say the boat master, but I'll go with you. Oh. It's Charon. Uh, no. oh, don't go I, with me. I'm asking it's you. Cha, it's Charon. 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 Charon demon. Yeah. We don't have a name for the Charon demon? No, I didn't put, because we went with Matt Damon. I thought that was the one. Oh, right. I thought we were going with that, because I couldn't come up with any other names to put on the Twitter poll. No, Matt the Damon. Matt the Damon. <laughs> okay, yeah. He's Matt the Damon. All right, so Matt the Damon is the champ. Yeah. And, uh... And that's, that's technically, this is wrong. This is A. That's what it's supposed to be. All right. And we need a name for the boat, and... How about Dingy? Dingy? <laughs> the minnow, if you're going to do that. You know. the, minnow? Yeah, the minnow? All right, the minnow. The demonic minnow. Oh, wait, but shouldn't it be some... I guess it really should be some sort of... No, okay, here's the name. No, 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 this is how you do it. You know how you do it. Don't we have aquatic random in the back of the DMG? I agree. It should be... It should be random, right? Like a K, Charon, not Karen. Or maybe Karen. Oh, you guys are still debating that? Yeah. Well, not about before debating it. Charlie? Yeah. Charlie the boat? Are you in a large... Where are you? In a large body of salt water? Uh, it's a river. Oh, you're right. Of course it is. So, so that would be... Would that be... Under, we're not doing underwater, we're doing surface water ones. There's, there's a surface water here. I had this problem too oh. last time when we were identifying Bodie McBoatface, also known oh as the turtle. God. Oh, so there's a surface water random roll? Yes, yes, sir. What page is that on, folks? Help us out. Need to keep the show moving. <laughs> Shut they're, not, they're, they're, I've, they're lost on you can have oak, You can have ochre jelly in shallow water? Why not? Well, you can, obviously. Sounds great. I'd like some, ochre, that. like some ochre jelly. All right, let's find this. And we're flipping freshwater, waterborne encounters is on page 190. Oh, I was way too early. I was at 180. Okay, 190, waterbound, freshwater. Is, is the River Styx freshwater? Is that really something you can call? <laughs> Take a drink out of? Yeah, well, you forget, as we found out. Yeah, but there's not nearly as many interesting things in there. All right. If you went underwater, you've got so many more, right? Right, right. Well, let's, I'll, I'm going to, well, we should say it's a large body of water. And just the question, is it salt or is it uh, fresh? I'm going to say it really should be fresh. It's a river. All right, so what am I wrong? Percentile? Percentile. Oh, that's good. Because he's probably going to die anyway. 21. 21. Gar. Giant Gar. That's the boat's name. Gigi. Gigi. Good game. <laughs> Good game for this podcast. Good game. Thanks for coming out. All right, so the Gar. Oh, is that what Gigi means? Good game. Yes, right. The Gar. Uh, name for boat. The Gar. Piloted by Matt the Damon. So uh, it's the band, Matt, da Matt the Damon and the Gar. Matt the Damon and the Gar. Is that All right, band? Terry Gar. Terry Gar? Oh. Matt the Damon and Terry Gar. Would remember anyone her? know Terry Gar? No, I don't think what? people. I don't she think people. On, I know who I remember. She's her. on Letterman all the time. Yes, one of his favorite guests, along the, with Rosie Perez. Uh, I don't remember that. But... All right, so now we're doing it. Yes. Okay, so it's the uh, dorso rule in play. It is the dorso. Is that one, two, or three? Speed yep, folio. That's correct. Four. 
Yay, monster manual, right? Yes. Monster manual. So I'm going to the uh, monster manual. Well, you can't. How are you going to roll the thing then? I have no idea. I got to go through here. Don't Four I? is monster. Well. Oh, wait a second. Well, last time, the only reason we got Charendim is because we went to the Monster Manual too. Are you now? Oh, you know, you, you're right. Are no, you now no. enforcing the everything's, 1980 rule? Everything's a surprise to me. No, no, no. You're this right. Is, this is first edition. We, we come up with rules and then we decide, nah, we're not right? going to follow those rules. I tried to. I tried to forget about this. Okay, you're right. You liked it too. It, I know you're it was right. five hour session, but you did. <laughs> no, there is some stuff, but I did like the. I do like the. I like the Sharon. 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 Sharon Demon. Well, they're still going on Charon Demon. Uh... All right, D10. So we're in Monster Manual Two. See the Greek. Well, the Greek, the, the big X is X. Okay, well, well. Charon Demon. Charon Demon, yeah. Well, that's Yiddish. What? Well, XC is X is. The Charon Demon. All right, roll a die. Then. No, I'm not. Okay, I'm rolling. Here we go. Seven. Seven. Okay. Outdoor. Nice. So now we need a die six. Four. Thank you for using the order. A temperate civilized. Sharon Tate demon, I like that too. Temperate civilized regions. So this is, so you really could just be, so what's he doing? Well, he's, he's picking the, he's, up somebody. He's picking up someone. Okay. Um, going to see um, Lock. whoever, all right. So uh, now you're, we're already on to uh, the. Uh, temperate whatever, right? Yeah, or the two to, tw two to uh, 20. We are? I thought, do we have to pick which version of it? Temperate, you said temperate. No, no, temperate oh. civilized. Oh, temperate civilized. No, there's no, no, because, oh, wait a second, hang on. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, you are very much right. We've got a lot of stuff going on here. We have six things possibly six? going on, yes. Four. We are in a swamp or marsh. Swamp or marsh. I like it. I felt like we weren't rolling enough. No, you're chest. right, you're right. We weren't rolling enough. We, yeah, we'd only rolled like two times <laughs> or something. Twice or three times. Sounds not right. Eight. A patrolman. Oh, no. <laughs> so, we got a... <laughs> so that's our rain. So we're talking about a man. We're talking about a Why man. Why can't it be a patrol woman? It Is it man be. in a more general it... sense, like mankind? Uh, you have to do gender. You do. Right. We, we're, we're, so we're, we are inclusive here. Now, we know men are included yeah. in the monster manual. Mm. Do you know how many hit points they have? Uh, it has to have at least one. One to three? One to six. Really? So that is more than a, your normal man. So the magic user is just, right, you know you're wimpy. So the normal man has more hit points than... I did? Awesome, thank you. The magic. There are many types of men which are commonly encountered in the wilderness or in dungeons, apparently also in swamps, always Bunching appearing in groups. Okay. Smaller bands underground, larger outdoors. So this guy, no, so this is very interesting. Hold on. I'm rolling his intelligence. We were asked. He can't be smart. He's picking up, what is he doing? He's, I don't know, we'll find out. He's 11. He's as smart as me. Oh, can we roll his alignment? Because I think this is important. Like, why is he heading? So he's going to. Well, he's in the swamp in the civilized area. He's I know, but he's, picking, the... but he's picking up the boat. Oh, you think, but is he, I thought this is Uber. Don't you think he called the boat? Oh, you think he Oh, you he... think he didn't? Well, or Charon, oh. or, or in. Uh, Charon or Karan has uh, luck is what is what Menyon is saying. So Lux or Karan would uh, has summoned him, has used the Karan demon to summon for this thing. Yeah, we, we could look up his alignment. Sure. So he's wait. So I'm so so is is he called? Has the man called? I don't know. That's a good question. Like was he like? Hey, I need to head to, to hell. Yeah. Like, he's, he's got I, want, a, I want to go home. So he's got an appointment. <laughs> 
right? <laughs> he's got an appointment. He's, he's not lock, lock. Uh, see, this is my phonetics. Is, is uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm, he's, he's, I'm driving him insane over in Japan right now. He's meeting. How many? You got our one. How you got a lot of devils to meet? So well, he's but it right. could be. He could. Be, that's assuming he's lawful evil. He could I know be you're a right. demon. We have nine, don't we? There's nine alignments, yes, sir. Okay, so I'm rolling a die 10. D10 is he has no alignment. And so we'll start with what? The lawful, then the neutral, then the chaotic? We'll start with lawful good, one. Moving uh, down. Okay. Okay. Oh. Jeez. Oh, oh, no, that's lawful evil. It is lawful evil. Did I stone one? I see. That's perfect. All right, so he's lawful evil, and he wants to take a ride. And things are not going to go well for some strange reason. Okay. Well. I'm, I'm going to have to call Menion sometime, and he's going to have to explain to me how I how I pronounce Karin. Now I'm just going to use various ways. Okay, so he's lawful evil. Well, how do you not know he's not a fighter or, or magic user or a cleric or a thief? Well, he's a patrolman. What, what? I guess he's a zero-level fighter. I guess you're looking something up. So. Well, I'm looking at men in the monster manual. All right, Because gotcha. this is, you know. Well, he could, but he also could be an expert hireling. Is, is that what you're going to use? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, what would a patrolman You're be? right. No true words were said, uh, the Chamberlain. He, he says, they're Americans. They just, they don't get it. <laughs> Got it. <That's... laughs> I feel like I should be insulted. Oh, well, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, true words never been said. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> they're watching us. <laughs> That's a good point. Who's the joke on? Who's the, right. Who's <laughs> the fool? That's what as my mother used to say, and I wouldn't get it initially when I was young, and then I got it. Now then, you do. Then I was insulted. So okay. he's a patrolman. So the question is... How do you figure out what a patrolman is? So if I randomly roll a monster, so I just rolled that. We rolled patrolman. Right, patrolman. So what happens then? Like, how do you know what the statistics are, the profession? I mean, obviously, it's going to be a fighter, if anything, but it could be zero-level fighter. Right, well, there's... How do you do that? This is actually a good question. Well, uh, and we have a number of astute DMs out there, international DMs. Right. Uh, what, how would they, if, if, you know, the Monster Manual 2 gives no mention... Right. And it says, we go back to that table, I think it says for you to go to, or oh, it doesn't say where it is. It, doesn't, it has no reference of where you would find it. It just says man. It's not a bandit. Look, see, number nine tells you it's a bandit, right. which is a type patrol. of man. This is man comp. So is there a man in there? Maybe they have a patrol man in here. Oh. Maybe they have added <laughs> man. Mr. Man. That would be interesting. I don't oh, think it's right. in the fiend folio, so. Are you kidding me? No. No. That's be. way too normal. The Fiend Foley would have lasers shooting out. <laughs> right. yeah. Well, it's a, it's a frost man. Frost man. Hey, wait, maybe it's a frost man. That would be cool. We've had frost man, though. <laughs> well, uh, no. There's no man. Wait. Hang on. Oh, jeez. Spelling's a challenge. No, you're safe. No There's man. a man trap. Yeah. There's oh. a giant mantis. Oh, we know what the man There's a magman. There's a man dragora. Okay. This, this is why I don't like that book so well. There's a lot of weird stuff in there. But you could also, so here's a couple of ideas. Let's see. Uh, for semi-professional, so we've got some people making him semi-professional. That's how he'd be doing it. Um, you know, I would also look like, I would look at in the city town explanations, oh. there's a city watchman. Okay. I think that's an excellent idea. Let's see if there's a patrolman. There's Why? not a patrolman. Why I'm in the swamp is beyond me. Well, he's going out. There must be a swamp next to the town. It's a civilized Go check area. out the swamp. Yeah, he got the bad deal. He's on timeout. 
Yes, he is. Encounters with squads of the watch, five men plus a first to third level sergeant during daylight, double numbers plus a fourth to fifth lieutenant at night. These squads always be accompanied by a cleric of two to fifth level, indentured to the city as magic users are to the city guard. Oh, there's also a city guard. Oh. oh. So here's the city guard. Oh, this is, yeah, this is, would be more appropriate, don't you think? Encounters are two to 16 mercenary soldiers in the employ of the of the city as gates and wall guards or in a police function. There will always be a higher level leader, uh, it says second, in addition to the zero level guardsman. He's probably zero. Well, he has to be zero. I think he's he's a, so it's a zero, so we're rolling for his, I'm gonna roll for Unless his. you're gonna, you know, I think some of the folks are out there, you might as well, you could make a percentage that this is not the guardman, it could be one right. of the captains or the sergeants or something. Okay, well, a one and he's something special. Okay, I like that. He's Four. not special. He's not. Not well, and that makes sense because he's out in the swamp. Right. You know. He's he, he's the he's the attendant. At, you know. You know when they close the park and there's a guy sitting there at the gate saying, "Don't go into the swamp." That's what he's doing. And this is what's happened, of course. Mm. They're like, "There's a boat out there yeah, in go, that swamp. Go check it out." That's right. What okay. is that? Something strange. Bat, bad boys. Yeah, something something weird. Uh, you're into fourteen. Wait, we might have a shower and demon. Yeah, shower and demon down there in the swamp. Billy Ray, go check it out. <laughs> All right. I'll be right back. Come on, Nessie. No, this is a definite red shirt. Oh, no. <laughs> this poor guy. This is worse than the knoll that ran into the goat. <laughs> That's right. This is that zero. This is all I've wanted to be was a patrolman. Oh, man, this guy's got a backstory. That's right. He's got family. He's got family. It's, you, know, no, you know what it probably is? You know this. It's his like, he's going to be retiring next week. Oh, that's right. He's it's got always that left. way, right? He's I, like the older guy. I've been trolling these swamps for 27 <laughs> that's years. Right. I can tell you stories. I can tell you stories. I've got two weeks. I plan my retirement. I'm going down to the Gilded Rose for two weeks straight. I yep. saved all my money. Right. I'm down to Suderham. I'm, going to Su I'm retiring to Suderham. That's right. I'm just hoping I have enough constitution to become a priest of Aphrodite. Yeah. Uh, but I got one more call to do. Uh, just hey, what calling. is he from the south? It's the southeastern United States. It's a bayou. It's a bayou. Oh, so, oh you sound like in, like in New Orleans. Right, New Orleans bayou. Go check that out. All right, so he's checking out. He's going, all right, so you got to roll for a... What's he... He's just carrying what? Like a short sword? Well, we rusty could, short sword? Well, if I would use... And, and we've gotten good advice. You know, you could make them a veteran. You could use Appendix C uh, for random uh, encounters. For man type, if I remember correctly. Oh. It never ends, does it? No, there's always there's a chart for everything. My gosh, Gary. I think there's a man type. I know there's an adventurer type. I mean, or or uh, character type. Wait, patrols. Look at this. No, oh, wait, look at this. I just came with it just ran flipping. In, page one eighty two it's in the it was randomly found in the random. What page? Yeah, outdoor random monster encounter. Patrol one eighty two. Oh. Patrols. There we go. Patrols will be of a racial composition appropriate to the area. Patrols will always be mounted unless there are extenuating circumstances such as terrain or nation which shuns mounts. I think that the swamp, is he on a horse, you think? No. Yeah, he's got, oh, so he dismounts? Well, that's Or he good. has a little boat. He has a little skiff. You know, like, like an airboat, but not exactly. I think so, okay. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be a magical So Apricot, his horse isn't gonna die. No, Apricot is hot. That's good. Patrols will be commanded by a fighter or ranger. Wow, oh, I like that. that could have been, that would have been good, right? Uh, from sixth to eighth level, that's not happening. There'll be three, there'll be from three to four first level men and from 13 to 24 soldier men at arms forming the main body. Armor and arms will be plate mail, 
Shield, lance, flail, and longsword for all fighters of first, well, that's not him, first level and above. Soldiers are typically of chain or scale mail. So we're soldier. He's just a soldier, right? Mm -hmm. He has scale mail. Oh, that's good. That's better than chain, right? He has scale mail. Uh, no. Split oh, mail is better than... I'm thinking split mail, thank you. He has scale mail. Well, here's the other thing. If you're a soldier, you it would be better if you... Uh, first thing I would ask my DM if I was a first level fighter, could I become a patrolman and, and then desert? Because I would have plate mail. Oh, that's right. That's my backstory. That's my backstory. Hey, you're tricking him. Yeah. Ah, working, working the, I'm working the refs. Look at page 182. Right. Look at I, I was a patrolman and I escaped with my plate mail. Wow. It right. is suggested that you personalize and prepare about a dozen <laughs> or so standard patrol groups. And have them whenever you're ready. Uh, this is why DMing, you have burnout. Well, you're supposed to use the rogues gallery. I think they may have patrols in there. That's another product. Really? You're supposed to buy. Yeah. Well, where is it? Uh, it's over there in the back. Is this, do we have patrols in the Rogues Alley? I know they have caravans. Uh, Pound's desk. I'm, I'm asking our folks there. It's in there somewhere. Rogues Gallery. Oh, I know it. Wait, I see it. All right, there you go. Rogues the Gallery. Rogues Gallery. I know they have uh, pilgrims and merchants, but I don't know if they have patrols. Okay. Dungeon parties, bandits. City guards, watch border patrols. You've got to be kidding me. Look at that. We are a team. Look at us. Yes. You found the thing, and, and I remembered a well, I just yellow. randomly, you said to look there. I just happened to see it. Okay. City guards. There you go. The listings here are fairly self-explanatory. Nearly all guards, watches, and patrols Page will wear either the chain got, or scale mail. Out. I love this. It's consistent with the DMG. Because mm -hmm. it was, was it written by the same guy? Who wrote it? Oh, Brian Boone, Dave Cook, and Gene Wells. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah. Oh, luminaries. The watch may or may not carry shields. Border patrols and city guards will always have shields. Border, so I think we're like a, kind of like a border patrol, aren't we? Yeah. Border patrols will be mounted unless circumstances dictate otherwise. Yeah, well, they're cutting and pasting is what they're doing. Yeah. The highest level fighter of any, okay. All, all right. So, all right, wait, so, oh. Oh, but see, these are, so, so, these are all people who are high level, though. This is, this is not very helpful. This just lists. Well, it says the kind of mercenaries they have, or. Oh, but it's not. You know, when I think of the rogue gallery, I think of like, okay, this is like. Yeah, but this is this is for random encounters. Like, if you rant, roll pilgrim, you have your list of pilgrims. Okay, I got you. So it's not giving me a personality. No, it's okay. giving you the twelve things that he said you should have. I'm with you. I got you. I was hoping that it would be it like would be Bob. Exactly. Bob the patrolman. And his his horse apricot, or is it apricot? Thank you, sir. Okay, so that wasn't very helpful, unfortunately, but it was still, but, but it would have been helpful if we were doing something different. I think this is the beginning of the end. <laughs> He's uh, just insulting me now, it's okay, of course. Oh, wow, they're like throwing tomatoes? No, they're, th no, no, they're, they're happy. Uh, they're, they're, they're talking about speed uh, things, they don't care about Yeah, they're talking about other stuff. Yeah, okay. They just use this just to talk, like right. in the chat room, right. to each other about other stuff. Random, random All things right. come up. So I'm rolling for hit points. So right. what has he got, a, let's say a short sword? Yeah. And a shield, whatever, right? It's not going to take long. He's heading out there right. to check out this boat. There's a boat that just appeared. And he got a call in from dispatch. That he patrol. needs to go check it but out. But you know, he is lawful evil. Right. So he's like, hey. He, I think he needs level. to do a reaction roll. Right? Well, it depends if he wants initiative. He's got five hit points. All right, good. so you're going to do the distance? Oh, yeah. Okay, go for it. Oh, they're 100 yards away okay. in the swamp. So now let's roll for surprise. Okay. Six. So wait, I'm the guy, right? I'm always a new one. Oh, great. I'm Bob. <laughs> well, exactly. What were we saying? Uh, menu's being funny. Four. All right. All right, no surprise. So it's initiative. 
I gotta look up what I do. Why are you attacking me? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm. Perhaps I'm gonna roll. Well, I'm gonna. I'm there to pick him up. Your time has come. And you know what I am? I'm at. Why are you so late? Oh, you, you want to be picked up? <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. Let's do. The, I'm gonna do the reaction, right? See what kind of a mood I'm in. All right. Let's see. Okay. Oh wait, 94. I'm like awesome. Hey. You're, you're ready for this. Hey, over here. Let's so, see your reaction. My reaction is oh, pretty good. However. Yes. Do you have the uh, items to get on the boat? Oh, I need money? Right. Uh, probably not. Probably not, so that means... No. So, all right, so let's roll initiative. Okay. Because so five, I know what I'm doing. Okay, so basically, let's... So, I, you know, realistically, because let's try to keep this... Realistically. Realistic. Okay. Realistically, I've gone out there, and I see this thing, and I'm like, what the hey? Yeah. What are you doing? You need to, you know, show me what is your name, right? Oh. What is your business here, uh, right? I would be saying like that. That's right. And he's pretty, you're probably pretty smart, right? Uh, I would say Ex so. Exceptional. Yeah. So you're probably, oh, this is great, though. We both speak lawful evil. We do. I know that's time. a little choppy, right, because right. it's not a real fool. But so I'm basically like, your name, and you respond. I am Chakakan Demon. Well, okay, well, do you have a Depends boating on license? Your accents. Oh, boating license. Do you have a boating license? Oh, I don't know. Did I get a boating license? <laughs> You'd think the Sharon Demons would. Um, oh, it's in my pocket. Hold on. Just I need a to see it. <laughs> and so I walk over. So I've got to stop. It's like a stop. It's like a traffic stop. It is a trap. Stop and, yeah. All right, let me see your boating license, and I'll need some identification. Well, now my eyes are getting angry because fiery red. So uh, you need to make a save versus so, fear. So basically, you're here to pick up somebody. Right, you were called here to pick up somebody. Right, but before they're not here, they're late right. or something like that. And Bob, the Bob, Bob the, the patrols like, what are you doing here? Exactly. This is like one of those uh, movies where, you know, the assassin is there and, and he's interrupted because some jabroni yeah. shows up. Because realistically, you're going to want to get rid of me because all you care about is the fair. Right. You get rid of me. That's right. You're wait not, for he's not picking you up. He's picking someone else up. The, the lawful evil half-orc, guildmaster, assassin, that's right. That's or right. something, right. or is coming. Exactly. Right? Okay. I like that. All right. So you have to make a saving throw because now I'm fi my eyes are glowing fire. I'm angry. Oh, what happens if I don't make the save? You will flee in terror. Oh, well, that would be a good thing. Right. I want to fail this. Yeah, because if you if you don't fail, I'm going to kill you. But you get an opportunity attack. No, I I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think you got that close. That would be kind of a boring. 17, I think you, what? You're fighting, you're zero wow. level. You, zero wow. level against 17, against, was it save versus fear? Oh, it is terrible. I want to fail, and I, I, I might make it. You might you're, I've got three days to retirement. Right? I'm going out like a hero. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's right, if I failed it, that's it. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm a short timer. Rounded upwards. So, yeah, first level, you're, oh, you're zero level? Yes. Ah, oh, spell, 19. I needed a 19. Yeah. Wow. So I'm trying to like, see, I'm a professional. Yes. I, I to the very end. Right. Right? Okay. So you, you got, I got fiery anger. Well, I'm going to try to grapple you. Wouldn't I try but, to do that? Now you're feared though. Now you're running away. Oh, I failed. Yes. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I got it switched around. Yeah, Yeah, but right. now I have to see if you're going to get an opportunity attack. One to three, you're close enough. Because you were moving. Oh, I see. Because you're like, come here. I, I was, yeah, show me like, your license. Boy, give me, show your license, boy. Right. And I'm like, I'm right. Destroy you. I don't care your lawful evil. You're like trying to get out because you're lawful evil. That's what I think, right? You're speaking lawful evil. I'm like, no, no, no. That doesn't work. That's right. That's lawful right. Lawful evil, lawful good. I, you need a boating license. Right. So. 
Oh yeah, you you got you got up to him, and then his eyes got super yeah. big yeah. and fiery, and then you're like, oh, you're not from around here, and you tried to run away. So I get my opportunity. Okay, well, I think that's only fair. Two, uh, wow, two, I missed. I was so enraged. Well, aren't you supposed to like go? You're supposed to follow after me, aren't you? Uh, well, I'm angered. Oh, I can also summon one to six hydra demons. I think I should to fight for them. I think I'm I'm probably going to summon one to six hydra demons. Okay, go for it. So that's what he's doing this round. So it's initiative. So I'm summoning fall into six hydra demons. Okay. This encounter oh, wait, has now I, opened the planes of. How fast do they move? I, can I still have a chance to get out of here? This might be the only. Have we ever had anyone survive? I don't know. I don't know. No, no. This would no one survive before. Okay. So I want Bob. He's, I just want him to live. He's, he's kind of retired. Well, he better win initiative. Come on, Bob. So we have a three for the Sharon demon. Yeah. Or four. four. Okay, you're moving. Bob's yeah. moving. So let's see, Hydra demon. I, I probably move at what nine at least. Yeah, nine. Okay, good. How long does it take to summon, though? Uh, that's a good question. How long does it take to summon? Summoning. Is there a summoning rules? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say, I don't know. I'm just going to make up a thing. I'm going to say it's one to six rounds. Five rounds. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, so, you know, is it like the spell? Is there like a summon oh, there's monster? A, there's a gate spell. Oh. That takes a while, I thought. Yeah, I don't. I normally am not gating demons in. Sorry. That's, I usually do well, that. Well, not, not in the, not, right in the not game. Not in game, anyway. Right. Uh, is that seven, six, six level cleric? Summoning, conjuring animals or monsters, 222. I'll look up here, too, 222, 223, because there's actually, it is amazing. Oh, five segments. Oh, you are, the dice don't lie. I said, I said five rounds. That's, when a, a see, monster summons. This is, when, this is when people shouldn't challenge the DM. Sometimes the DM makes it better for you. That's right. The casting of the gate spell is too affected. Ultra-dimensional connection between the planes of existence. And, and that plane. So yeah, he's gated in. He's, he's done that. Oh, but it's five. So how fast do they move? What did you gate in? Uh, one to six Hydra Demons. I what are figure. those? Are those in Monster Meal yeah, 2? Yeah, that's the next guy. The guy who looks like a slad. He looks like a... Oh, jeez. They just... These grotesque amphibians are the only creatures known to swim in the sticks without losing their memories. Oh, so they're perfect for... Well, obviously that's why he summons them, but they're perfect for this. Oh my God, so they're gonna be swimming after him? Yeah. That's terrible. Oh, is, six of them. Mm, that's not good. This is a Bob. nightmare. <laughs> this is a nightmare. Oh my god. Okay, hang on. I got to go to these guys because they're now in play. Yep. So, so tell page, me about page these guys. thirty. All right. So what do we know about the? I've never heard of these well, guys. Well, we got five minutes because then we're putting Carlos on. Got so. it. These grotesque amphibians are the only creatures known to swim in the sticks without losing their memories. Okay. Okay. They're pretty nasty. Oh, an enormous number of hit dice. Oh, no. What's the 24 inches? Is that in water? That's in water. Well, we're in a, you said oh, I'm in a boat. So they're moving at 20. They're going to overtake him. Well, he, he was, yeah, he came up on the boat. So how close is the land? That's really the question. We'll have to do a percentile, yeah, don't you get... think? So you want to do a percentile for him to get onto the land? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. What do you think? What percentage chance would you give him? Should we roll a percentage to see what the percentage is? I like that. Okay. So the percentage chance of him getting into land is 52%. I like it. So now, Roy, I need a 52 or less for Bob to be able to live and retire. Cause, yeah, because if not, the shadow, the uh, Hydra Demons will overtake him. He turns around and, oh yeah, and he's just gonna fall. And yeah, he's gonna collapse. It's like the beginning they, of the movie. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah this so is, here's the question, is this the beginning or the end of the movie? Right. Because the end he'd live. 51! 51! Yes! Bob, 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 Bob. Bob. 
<laughs> so yes, the only way he survived an encounter. So let's recap what happened here. He he's he's three days away from retirement. Yes. He gets a call. He's of a suspicious boat in the swamp. He br brings his boat up there. He's, it's fortunately close to, he basically doesn't even get on the boat, but he does. He sees he sees the Charon or Karen. Or a strange, Karen. just sort of, he seems like a guy. Strange How guy tall is a Charon demon? You know? They're medium. So yeah, he just sees some guy in a boat, right? Right. He asks for his, he asks why he's doing it for his boating he permit. Turns, he turns out he becomes terrified. He, he, he turns around and there's these like red <laughs> eyes. <laughs> What the? Then, then he starts mummering. I'd run too. He he falls out of the boat, lands on land, starts running, and he sees six uh, yes, and bipedal amphibian creatures chasing him. But fortunately, they Very move fast. at six. Yeah, they move at six. And he the moves land. At nine. Huh? Yeah. He moves at nine. Well, they're twenty-four at the end there. Isn't that in water? What is that's it? That's water. Well, that's kind of. Oh, oh, right. They're on land. Right. Right. So they they're chasing him on land. He moves faster than them. And they would probably stop at some point. Right. Well, they could also fly, but they fly pretty slow too. Oh, okay. That's what the D is. This he. They do fly pretty slow. Yeah, I see. So yeah, he would get back there. Right. Oh wait, what are the odds? What if it's like the gate's locked? <laughs> That's a different issue. Yeah. Well, we'll that. So he 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 escapes. Well, we could do the pursuit rules. Someone figure out the uh, pursuit rules for us as we get Carlos on, and they can give us a role because you know you could go into the. That's right. Just like the unarmed unarmed combat. But he's gonna make he's gonna yeah, make it yeah. into. And now he's got. He's, he's thirty. He's moving thirty yards faster he's than in, the other yeah. guy. All right. Unless and he's in terror, so he's probably moving double movement. He's he's fleeing. Right. He's running for his life. Right. So we can just imagine Bob retiring and telling a great story to to the people at the retirement party. Oh yeah, and you know he is not. Do you think he's retiring immediately and like giving up the pension? Yeah, he, well, he's not wearing plate. He's because he's not first level. No, he had he uh, had chainmail on. Yeah, he either had chainmail or leather. It's, okay, one, two, or three. He retires immediately and forgoes the pension. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I'm done. He, he kept running. <laughs> he just kept going on a time. Vic Dorso would do another random roll, like right. on the way back right. to the. Yeah, he, to well, the we should roll it. Yeah, we're also a D10. And so. he's killed again. He's going by something else. No, he's fine. Okay, he made it. All right. So, our first survivor. Right. Ever. All right. First but the, survivor. So, the Sharon Demon is still champ, though, right. right? It's not like. Right. He's, yeah, he doesn't relinquish his crown. No. But that's one of the. It's going to be a problem with him because he fears people. I can't fight anyone, they just run away. Will somebody please fight me? Right. Except the black pudding, who I can't Right. Beat. Okay. Now, do you want to just go over gate since we're here? Oh, okay. Sure, we can do that. Since we're, uh, that's on page 53, since I think okay. that's relevant. Okay. As opposed to randomly rolling it, because we're running out of time. Uh, so gate, seventh level cleric spell. Very powerful. And what happens? Ah, so okay. And, and so I rolled... Uh, oh, so what uh, David's saying on page 63, D6, 1 to 3, they keep chasing, 4 to 6, they break it off. Well, we're going to out, but he, he would, it's irrelevant if you outrun anyway. Yeah, they, they keep chasing. They keep chasing him, yep. All right, but thank you, sir. Uh, we'll see you later. See you, uh, we'll probably be on, knowing us. All right, gate. Uh, so they do chase him to the gate walls, and then I don't know if there'll be an army. Uh, let's see. So gate is a 7th level spell. Duration special, air effect special, casting time five segments, no material component. And casting of the gate spell has two effects. First, it causes an ultra-dimensional, not, not inter-ultra-dimensional connection between the plane of existence, cleric non, the plane on which dwells a specific being of great power. The result enables the being to merely step through the gate or portal from the plane to that of the cleric. Second, the utterance of the spell attracts the attention of the dweller on the other plane. 
when casting the spell, the cleric must name the demon, devil, demigod, god, or similar being he or she desires to make of make use of oh, the game. Oh my! Oh, so you actually get to identify? Well, you have to know it. That's the whole thing. That's you know they talk about the hidden name of this. That's a big deal. You have to, in order for the oh. game to work, you have to know the real name. You can't say Beelzebub or or. Oh, those are Jubilex. oh those are fake names. They're right. smart. Right, those aren't the real names. They didn't get well, yeah, because they would just be published for everyone to know. Right, yeah, they'd be caught, they'd be gated all the time. Right, and then they'd be pew pew pew. They'd be, right, people would be killed. It's over. like being tagged all the time on Twitter. Right. Right, okay. Now, with that said, there is 100% certainly that someone will step through the gate. The actions of the being which comes through the gate will depend many on fact, including the alignment of the cleric, the nature of those in the company of his and or who oppose or threatens the cleric. Wait, so what does that mean? So that mean like if you, you're just asking for something as opposed to someone Hi, in particular? Buddy. Hey, Vic, before you go, uh, did you put your Kickstarter? Put the link in so we can, we can talk about it, uh, please, if you have that, sir. And I need to give you a measurement of groggy. I do know that too, so thank you. Go ahead. So is that when you don't know, when you're not asking for someone in particular? I think you have to ask for someone. When casting, the cleric must name the demon, devil, demigod. There, and it's 100% certain that someone will step through the gate. But so can it be the wrong thing? Yeah, well, yeah, apparently. Because it will be depend on many, it says the actions of the being which comes through will depend on many factors. Yeah. And I think then when you go to summoning, in the DMG, it talks about that, yeah. where the dungeon master can make either randomly roll or pick something. So Absolutely. including alignment of the cleric, the nature of those in company with him or her, and who or what opposes or threatens a cleric. So, that it, so in other words, it could be something helpful in any event. Is that sort? I mean, or it could be something that's going to destroy you. But generally, I assume the idea of a gate spell is. I mean, you're not casting it just to have complete random right. monster come through and, and it could eat you, right? I mean, because then what's the point of the spell unless right. you're Well, you, completely, better be, you better be powerful enough. Unless you're have, something hilarious. <laughs> you're in, like, the city village, the market. <laughs> what's the range? 30, oh. 30 feet. Or so yeah. outside, so I, could be sit, so I could be sitting in my apartment. Right. I'm looking down at the city market, and I cast a... <laughs> That's right. Gay. And I cast a gay spell. That's exactly. terrible. Right, and you have to, you know, you probably have to set up a magic circle. So oh, there's that, that's worse than um, delayed blast fireball. Yeah, well, delayed blast fireball, you blast them and then they're. I know, but it's that's fast. The gate spell, so you have like some awful beast. It's right. like Ghostbusters. Then it was that dog or something came through. Exactly. So you, okay. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. Oh, uh, you know what? Oh, uh, you know what? You, you can't do gate. Okay, if we have time later in the show, mm -hmm. which of course we won't. No, because you can't do gates, say gate spell, we're going to talk about it, and not have us cast a gate spell in a city market and see what oh, happens. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Right? We can do that in Suderham. See if Alan thinks that's a good idea. Oh, they'll just be like, oh, yeah. There he is. Another day. The only problem would be was like a unicorn. Then they'd be like, oh, my God, or a Lemura, or whatever those, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, powerful. you know, as Modius shows up in Suderham and they're like, Hello, sir. Yeah, no. I your, your, I your regular room? I don't think they do that. I think they rode in terror. You think so? No, I think. That's, you know, no, I think you got like tables there, like Asmodeus ate here. I, I don't think so. Well, I don't down. think they have pictures, you know, li yes. Limner's yes. scribing, you know, yes. everyone hang, hanging around with Asmodeus. Yeah, there is. And, and it's a like, signature. Yeah, there's nothing finer than being in your diner. Jubilix just has a little piece of okra jelly. Yeah, there's like a little drop there. Yeah, yeah. droplet. Very yeah. nice. I don't see that happening, sir. I think I think that sounds amazing, but I think we're not taking this I seriously. A, You're not taking the game seriously, man. I have a Jubilex-related T-shirt coming that I special Ooh. made. I'm not going to tell you what it says. Oh, be a that's surprise. awesome. Thank you. It's coming. You know I'm a big fan. We're, and you're not using patron money for that. 
No, I'm not. That's right. This is your own money. I'm a big fan of We have to be very careful when we bring things here because I don't want people to think... They may be okay with it, but some people are like, really? That's what you're spending right. your money on? We, we work hard. And right. You're buying T-shirts no. with gnomes on it? I bought the dice. You bought the gnomes. I That's right. That's right. Okay. So um, your DM will have a sure method. I love this. Your DM will have a sure method of dealing with the variables of the situation. The being gated in will either return immediately. So now it's on. So and maybe I know. Uh, Page 43. Okay, so should we come back to this? Should we bring on Carlos? Yes, we'll bring on Carlos. And then maybe later we'll talk about summoning in. Yes. Because I would like to, to gate something in. Okay. Right. I like that idea. Okay. Because I, right. I, I don't want Carlos to be waiting. No, a good friend. It's rude. That's what right. are we, a doctor's office? That's where exactly. you make you wait for, you know, two exactly. hours? So we're the guy's going to get up at this hour of the morning. We're going to call him. Call him now. See what he's, he's answering. Okay, I'm just looking for my, apparently I've lost my Greyhawk. Hello, sir. Uh, we're good. Doing we're good. great. Where hey, are... thank you so much for joining us, Carlos. I can hear you, James. I, I, not yet. I'm, I'm doing my uh, computer work here. Hold on. I'll be right back. So, yes. As long as there's no one else. Yes, can... that's right. We, ga we gated... At Carlos Lysing. <laughs> um, I don't know that many characters. James, do you have, can you name a, uh, so it was a character, it was one of the players in here, oh, a being. Well, I'm just going to have to randomly guess. I'm going to say a, a bone devil. <laughs> James, you want to take a guess? What, what's the guess for? What was the first creature gated in in, a, in Greyhawk? Oh, in, in Greyhawk. Hmm. Uh, succubus. Oh. Mm. All right. Oh. Who? Oh, Odin. Oh, that makes sense. You know, that's interesting because I remember Gary, he wrote somewhere that he didn't have a lot of divine intervention. He could count something like I think maybe six times or something in which there had been actual divine intervention. And okay. And so what did Odin do? Do you know? Do we know? So when you say cleaned out, you mean the opponents of the group or not cleaned out the group? Okay, good. Because you say, right. That... All right let's go. Ah. Well, later we're going to use Gatespell on a city, in a city market <laughs> just to see what happens. Just let people know that good. I'm trying to get It's going to be an incomprehensible death segment. Um, oh, I'm sorry, James, you, had, you said you wanted me to... Pass something on to our... Yeah, just let people know we're working on it. Say, say something, Carlos. Hi, I'm oh. here. Yeah, I see. Okay, I see. you're on, but I don't have your visuals. I'm working on it. Well, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to... So we are in the... Oh, hang on. I know we're in the IC... Well, we, we, we're in the ICC here. Hang on, let me get on my other map. 
So this is our Greyhawk hex crawl. So we started in the Wild Coast, that's where we're from, Safeton, and we were in the Woolly Bay, and we were magically transported to, oh no, I'm sorry, hang on. I want the other one actually, because this is where we were. We were in the Woolly Bay in Safeton, and we have been transported Turning and flipping, turning and flipping. We have been transported to. Wait. Oh, I'm. I should not be in charge of. Yeah, we're up there, up to the upper right. Oh, okay. Do you see us up? Go up. See where it says. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, right, yeah. The hold of stone. Well, we don't know that, but right. Yeah, but that's. That's right. where we are. We just don't know where. Right, it is. exactly. Correct. So we're heading south. So we'll be heading toward uh, the frozen. Uh, Carlos, I have a question for you. So of you, course. You, and it's a Greyhawk question. You know, I am a newbie, basically, to Greyhawk, even though we used it back in the day. I, I we didn't spend a lot of time there. So ha, has there been any adventures written that are take that take place uh, during the hateful wars? Uh, no, there have not been any adventures written during the Hateful Wars. However, the there are three adventures that I know of that reference the Hateful Wars quite uh, frequently. Okay. And that would be um, C7, C10, and C14, all written by Castle Entertainment. Ah, excellent. Okay. <laughs> and that was, right. And so I was also wondering, so you've answered the next question. I was wondering if you had ever written one. So do you think you might ever, so as you may know, I have a particular interest in the Hateful Wars now okay. upon learning of the pivotal role played by the gnomes from the Cron Hills, right? Cron Hills. Yes. And, right? Well, they're, the gnomes of the Cron Hills, you have to understand that the whole Hateful Wars, the whole conceit of the Hateful Wars is that the demi-humans all decided that they'd had enough of having the... Uh, of the uh, humanoid presence in the Lort Mill Mountains, and what they did is the dwarves from the principal or from the um, yeah from the principality of Ulick, the gnomes and the uh, halflings and the dwarves from the county of Ulick, uh, they went northward up through the Lort Mill Mountains, and the elves from Selene descended from the north, and uh, they kind of caught them in a pincher action, which forced, as you learned in the first part of my hex crawl. It forced all the orcs into the Pomage, and that's why we have the orcs in a Pomage-controlled state. Yeah, so that, that sounds like the hateful wars didn't really turn out the way it had been hoped by the uh, um, now, it, it didn't really have a very good result for anybody except the orcs, actually. The orcs ended up with a nation state out of it, um, which is pretty much—it's it's pretty well defensible, and uh, they got to loot all kinds of uh, wealthy landowners down there in the Pomage— human landowners, so it was very easy for them to, um, they came out of it better than they entered into it, really. I mean, it didn't look good for them at first. It looked like they'd be slaughtered, but. So, uh, Carlos, another Greyhawk question for you. Uh, I know in the Monster Manual, Gary lists some of the well-known tribes of orcs, like the Leprous yeah. Hand. Uh, are bio those, rune. a bio rune, exactly. So were those tribes that Gary used in his Greyhawk campaign, and if so, are they referenced in any of the uh, adventures in Greyhawk? 
No, uh, the game, the, those tribes were used in Gary's campaign. Uh, however, they weren't really referenced in, uh, any of the written published modules. Um, however, uh, not long ago, there was a, an estate sale that went up through Paul Stormberg's group, uh, collector's trove in which a lot of, uh, Rob Kuntz's personal, uh, memorabilia and writings went up and he references many of those Orcish tribes in his own treatise on the wild coast which um, was all these hand-drawn maps, all these troop uh, numbers. I mean, he went into really deep detail about uh, the Wild Coast and, to some extent, the Pomarge. And uh, it was um, it was sparkling material, but, of course, it's all pretty much for people like you and me. There's no way that we'll ever really see most of it. Who You said it went up for auction. So, Paul uh, Stromberg? Yeah, Paul what Paul does, Paul Stormberg, what he does is he goes around to a lot of the Greyhawk luminaries of the past or really RPG luminaries of the past. In fact, I believe Alan Hammock is one of his clients. And um, they end up uh, – he ends up – he brokers through eBay their collections of stuff. So do we have – a lot of them don't realize how much is uh, – how much things are worth. A lot of them don't realize that – you know, I remember not long ago somebody's business card going for – Fifty-five dollars or something like that on a, you know, must, know must, one of those auctions. Must have had the old TSR logo. Uh, it had. It was somebody. I didn't. Even, it was Kevin Hendricks, as a matter of fact. Uh, it was somebody that wasn't even really what you. One of the first people you think of when you think of the genre. All right. Okay. Very interesting. How are we doing, James? We are great. Oh, we're ready to go. Yeah. I apologize. You. You were speaking, but uh, you're. Your handsome visage was not with us, so we apologize, Carlos. How are oh, that's you? okay. I, I don't know that I would uh, I would uh, exactly characterize it like that anyway, but that's okay. Well, we're gonna roll. Well, we're gonna roll your uh, charisma right now. Oh, look at a six. That's nice. Five. Uh, five. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, 15. 15. You have a fifteen oh, charisma, cool. my friend. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, I only have a two. Oh, that's pretty good. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm pleased with that. Yeah. You can, uh, are you he, trying to butter up the DM right now? Is uh, that what this uh, is? Uh, no, the uh, dice don't lie. Dice don't lie. He has a chance. He could be a paladin, couldn't he? What do you need to be a paladin? Uh, no, uh, 17. 17. Oh, you need a 17. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But I could make it if I wanted If I wanted to say I was a gray elf. I could go ahead and I'd get the the charisma bonus. and Gray elf paladin. What? Yeah, it's more crazy talk. I don't know what the, he's talking about. But that's about. that's upcoming. I don't we know are, what you're are, talking about. We are planning. That's part of our... You can't even be a gray elf. Even if you could, even if you're an elf, you're a high elf. I know this. Is... Don't worry, don't worry, Dan. I got, I, I've, I've got my defense of the book that shall not be named all planned. Oh, I do not want. I need. We need to hire somebody. I, I, uh, you're I've the seen, attorney. No, I've seen him in action. I think Carlos misses calling. Yeah, he was like <laughs> destroying me on cross. This, no, I, I'm very nervous. I'm gonna have to be. I think I'm gonna get the coronavirus for that uh, episode. <laughs> that would be like different from when you're always. In fact, I mean, you went from Monday. You were fine when we were on Carlos' show. Which again, thank you so much for having us on your show. That thank was a you. lot. Of fun. Oh man, I could. You guys were awesome guests. Uh, the the crowd really loved you guys, and they responded really well to it. So thank you. Uh, I had really good numbers, and I actually one of the better one of the better draws of uh, of my castle talk. Um, segment. So I was really pleased about that. Um, yeah. I do want to say one thing, though, before we go any further. Happy birthday, Dan. Dan Gormansky, thank you. Happy birthday, Dan Gormansky. Ah, it's Dan Gormansky's birthday. Oh, I, I did not realize that. Dan Gormansky's. Yes. Dan Gormansky's. It's Dan Gormansky's birthday today. So That's he, correct. He Dan has, Gormansky's. So you have three years left. 
Is it three? <laughs> or is it this is the start? Or is it two? Two years. I think you have two years left. Well, I don't have long to go. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Hey, right. no problem. All right. Uh, yeah, so uh, one of our friends, um, we have a quick question from one of our listeners, Carlos. Is your show available on iTunes or podcasts or is, uh, what's... It is not. But what I do is I Twitch broadcast. And thank you, first of all, for your interest. I really appreciate it. It's gratifying that you want to hear anything I have to say to begin with. But um, we do our podcast through Twitch or excuse me, our uh, interviews through Twitch. And then I uh, I immediately archive them to uh, YouTube so you can catch it on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So, and so, I will put up a link as soon as I'm done with you with DMing you guys. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So, so we've got about uh, 40 minutes. I know. I apologize. That's really not a whole lot of time, but and that's okay. I can get done what I need to get done. Perfect. Okay. So let's uh, let's get into it right now, and then we'll give a chance to get Alan on. So thank you so much, Carlos. For we appreciate you keeping this. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. So uh, take it away. I, I do. I do. I have to make mention of the fact that first of all, I want to thank Brian and Vic for. Uh, taking the, the torch of running with it in the last couple uh, shows. It was awesome of them to do that. There was, I, I can't believe the blatant disrespect for my NPCs, but that's okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> By who, us or them? <laughs> uh, I, I'm just going to leave it at that. Right. <laughs> that's awkward. <laughs> at any rate, um, you guys left the, uh, when I, we last left our Intrepid Heroes, you were in a very unusual uh, position. You guys had just gone through the, um, the underground crypt that uh, you had found. Um, you were in a very cold and unforgiving land, and uh, your party had thought to seek shelter within the, uh, the confines of that crypt. Um, but at the end, at the, at, the, at the end of the adventure, you walked through that shimmering, colorful lights. Um, uh, what would you guys like to do at this point? Well, we've we've gotten out of the area, and um, you know we obviously are very fortunate to be alive. Though we have right. some additional items, and we we feel a little bit better about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're back to our uh, you know now that autumn has returned, um, and obviously I've I've explained to our, my dear my the apple of my eye, Marissa, that. We need to move south because we need to find civilization. Um, you say that, and Marissa kind of she she nods. She think she's kind of mulling over the idea of, of going south. Autumn kind of cocks her head a little bit, and she says, "Are you sure that's such a good idea?" Uh, well, after sure- all, after all, I walked off, but none of you have even asked me what I found. Oh, well, we, you, should we ask her what she, I really didn't pay attention. I only knew she wasn't around for the tomb. That was right. the only part. What? That, that was the only part I, well, so, I'm kind of self-absorbed. Yes, so. yes, yes. Why, 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 why did you go off and what did you find? Why I left is really is, is inconsequential to be honest with you. She says, I had, uh, I had a sensation I thought the goddess was pulling me in a direction, but it turned out actually to be uh, a false lead. But I did find something when I was coming back, and I want to show it to you. I think it's 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 rather important. I say we go. You're very hastily, you know, this woman that we just met. Um, yes, we were saved by the 
infernal pirates of the ocean uh, by her mystical kind of cocks her head, and she's looking over at you. She pulls out her little mini keg full of for uh, whatever concoction is in it. She starts drinking it, listening to you kind of idly, looking over the edge of her, her mug as she's drinking. Looks a little bemused by your commentary. Well, I, I, my, cons- my concern, Autumn, is while we appreciate that we're not at the bottom of, of, the, uh, of, the, sea, of the sea, and I'm losing, forgetting all my comments here because I'm still... But you know, how, how do we know this next sojourn is going to put us in some other place we have no idea? Lord Mage, at. if you don't mind, Marissa says, my concern is that we're all freezing to death out here. Well, we can we go. need to find shelter, if nothing else. Come on, brother. Let's follow Autumn. It's our, our best chance. She says something interesting. I, I came Autumn for adventure. Her shoulders. She says, listen, she says, you could follow me or, you, or, or not. She says, but I'm going to tell you a couple things about myself right now that since you haven't bothered to ask me. Number one, earlier when you referred to me as, as a priestess, that's sort of true. Oh. But in truth, she says, I'm actually a druidess. Oh, uh. And she looks over at the snow and she says, You're, I'm your best chance to survive here. And she looks over at the both of you. So you can't you, co- so, why, so that, is, that is good news, I would say then, Autumn, then you should be able to control the elements. And th- well, you think you're not frozen to death already. Oh, uh, well, I feel pretty cold. Yeah. That's, her head. Which is why I was. And come. Brother. He says, and she's begins walking forward. Yes, I, come I, on, I, brother. I, Stop being so I, suspicious. I'm actually, I'm actually being slightly attracted by her bossiness. I'm and not, she looks uh, back at you, and she says, Somnim, by the way, he throws you something. Oh, now she's giving me gifts, too. I hope my constitution's 16. Oh, no. Let me check. I don't think it is. Go ahead. What is it? What, what, do, what did we Catch collect? it in your chest. It's a canteen. Oh, wonderful. She says, you and your sister should drink of it. Well, we, I, I, she continues on. Let me make sure there's nothing wrong with it, sister, okay. before I, so I, I'll take a drop. Go a drop for of it. it. Marissa okay. looks over at you before, as you, she's with you too, as she's saying that she look, kind of looks at you. She says, are you insane? She says, she's the, she's a priestess of the goddess of the, of, of the draft. She looks over at you. Are you going to insult her, her goddess like that in front of her? Perhaps you're not a religious sort, she says, but I don't think it's a good idea to mock the gods like that. I'm just well taken. However, my deity says I should not care, and I am not caring. She told me to drink. She shakes her head. I'm confused, Marissa. You know, now I'm getting a little festy with all of them. It's like I'm surrounded Mm -hmm. by I'm surrounded by women. She looks over at you. What are you confused about? Do you want do we not to drink or is there some blessing I should give before this before I partake? I thought you didn't care. I do not care, but I also do not want to insult you because, again, I'm becoming more enamored with her and her bossiness. This is. I say you should just drink up. Autumn is, by the way, about now about fifty yards ahead of you. She kind of looks over at her oh. shoulder at you, and you guys just—you can almost kind of see her smile from a distance. Autumn has this aura about her that you're not sure if she's sober or drunk at any time. Ah, oh, one okay. and that's why I really like her. Okay, right. so I'm chasing after a goal. Uh, clearly, I've done something wrong, so I, I, I leave you two. And then I, let's follow. Yeah. Come on, sister. Yeah, you you sure need to, to come on. Come on Meanwhile, Nandy. the monk has said nothing the entire time. Kong has said nothing. He just kind of sits there and just says, he's looking out at, at the horizon. Uh, just kind of a little bit off to your left as he's beginning to, to trudge after her with you. Uh, as you drink Somnum, uh, 
the smell of what is in the canteen reaches your nose before the liquid does. It is a liqueur of some yeah. kind. Uh -huh. Beautiful. As you drink it, it's a kind of a, um, it's kind of like a uh, a blue raspberry taste mixed with peppermint. It's actually quite good, but it's actually quite strong. It warms the belly very powerfully as you drink it, of it. Carlos, are we heading, is uh, Autumn heading east or west oh, or north? She said she was heading north, north. but it was hard. Where, where she's going, it's hard to say. Okay. You guys really don't have the direction sense to know, not yet. Okay, gotcha. Is, All right. Is the sun out at this point? Um, the or? sun is out, but it's hidden behind just this leaden belly, ever-present leaden belly of clouds. Gotcha. The snow is coming down quite heavily right now all around you. The wind is just blasting from your left to right, horizontal wind taking snow across the plain. It is just brutal. In fact, as you look down, you can already see that Autumn's footprints two minutes ago are already full. Okay, we better we're, we better we're, hurry we're up. We're going to lose her. Yeah, right. we're hurrying along as best we can so we don't lose her. Wong kind of he's he's following you and he looks at you. He's how long have you known this woman? We've known her for a short time. Longer than we've known you. She looks uh, Marissa looks over at him almost defensively. Hmm. He nods. So you follow just kind of follow you follow yes. her. Um, yeah. so yes, you, follow. You, you start to catch up to her and you realize as you're catching up to her, you're looking, she's standing at the edge of kind of a rise in the snow. It drops almost like a cliff where she's standing. She's about maybe, uh, 25 feet ahead of you. You get, uh, a little bit closer and you can see what she's looking at down below you. There's a, a kind of a, uh, it's such a steep incline. You'd have to consider it to be a cliff. But uh, below her, you see fires lit. Oh, okay. That's good news. She it's says, Adam looks back at you and she hears you say that. She says, sort of. And she points at a little farther down there, a little bit further past. As you get closer to the edge, you can see a little bit more clearly through the blinding, driving snow. Um, water lapping up, powerful waves, almost like oceanic waves there. And um, there's a boat that's up on the shore. Actually, there's three of them. They have big sails that have all been taken down, but flying atop one of them is a flag that's whipping in the wind. And uh, the flag is this field of blue with a white circle on it. I say, Autumn, do you recognize that flag? Oh, yes, I do. She says, and she says she's drinking out of her mug. She says, we should go down there and be their friends. Who are they? Those, she says, looking down there, are ice barbarians. Oh. They've come a very long way. Would and they... I, for one, am interested to know why. Do you not fear them? Marissa, she looks over at you. She says, look, she says, I'm with two potent magi, a very capable monk. And she looks over at Marissa and she says, and a powerful warrior. What should I fear? Oh, my God. Oh, yes, of what, course. What level did you tell her we were? Oh, well. Marissa looks over at you. She says, all I know is they've got fire. I'm, I'm, I'm for going over there with her. Well, it's, and I, I, I attempt to say, do not fear, ladies. Just I, I, I would 
I would try to cover your beauty slightly, just in case the customs of these folks, of these barbarians, is not similar, where they take what they want. I would. She kind of puts her spear over her shoulders and looks at you. She goes, let them try and take it. I would never let it be, Marissa. Do not fear that. The monk looks over at you and says, how do you, uh, how do you propose that we go down the cliff? Any way that we go down, he looks over at the cliff, which is very, a, a very wide, almost like a bowl-shaped cliff. Um, there's any way that we go directly down, they'll see us for certain. They may be of a mind to shoot first and ask questions later. Yes. Mm. That is true. And do we, they've disembarked from the, the vessels? They've set up camp, basically? Yeah, it looks like they've set up a camp there. There's like three or four different fires that burn. Well, we could head. Does it look like there's any way in the distance where it's easier to go down? Um, yeah, it looks like it might be easier if you went a little bit to your right and started. It looks like the the it, the land starts to decline downwards towards the uh, towards the sea. Why don't we head down there? Yes. Okay. Wise counsel, Mindy. Thank you. Perhaps you're paying attention to our survival as opposed to your normal. Marissa looks. Thing. She goes. This is how we're going to do this. She looks at you too, because I'm going to go first. I'm going to go down there and I'm going to go and I'm going to start speaking to them. What I want you two to do, she looks at the two of you, because what do you have memorized today? My namesake. She looks over at you. Spy what do you have memorized, Mendy? Spider climb. <laughs> oh, I got to take out my shoe again. That's right. Take she looks over. She goes, don't laugh. He goes, you're our ace in the hole. What I want you to do is cast spider climb if we get into trouble and go straight down the cliff to the flank and approach them from the other angle. Okay. She looks at you. I stop laughing. She says, <laughs> want you to follow me up. She looks over at you, Somnim. He goes, follow me up. Be ready to cast your spell. He looks over at Autumn. Uh, what do you have memorized? She just kind of drinks and smiles. She says, entangle. Just wait here then with uh, with Mendy. Be prepared to descend. And you, monk, follow me as well. All right, we follow her. Good luck. Marissa, I, I'm feeling when it comes to combat and tactics, she right away takes charge. She has absolutely no problem telling you what she wants to do. So she begins to walk. There's a few things I'd like her to tell me what to do. You like her. That's right. Now I like so her again. She down the, down the snowy bank with the, with the monk, with Kwong. They are kind of exchanging a couple words for a moment. Um, they probably get about 100 feet away, and you can see motion in the camp already. It looks like their scouts have pointed their, them out. How they can see through this driving snowstorm that that far, they obviously have to be very, very familiar with the area. But they end up, uh, you can see that they send out a contingent to meet with the uh, with Marissa and the monk. What are you going to do? Well, I, Looks I, like about maybe 10 of these so-called ice barbarians. They all look like they're wielding weapons. They're at about a 50-foot distance from the uh, from your two. Well, I, I unfortunately probably say it louder because I'm screaming towards Marissa. Is this your plan? To, is this what part of your plan for them to come out to us? Autumn looks over at you and she says, 
be at peace. She says, just wait for it. They seem to start speaking to one another, all the groups. And finally, maybe about five minutes later, a bunch of the ice barbarians start walking up towards your group, maybe about five of them. Um, they all look very rugged-looking men. Uh, large, heavy beards are all wearing heavy furs. One of them looks over at you. They all start talking to one another in a tongue you don't understand. It's very guttural. It sounds like almost stone scraping across, across stone when they speak to each other. Mm. One of them nods to the leader of the group that's coming in your way. Looks over at you. Which one of you is Somnen? That is I. That's you. Miles, he goes, My name is Oliver Christensen. He walks over. Mm. He goes, You've come a long way. Wearing this looks you up and down. Clearly foreigners. Where are you from? We've traveled far and wide to come to this beautiful landscape. We have, we ah, are, we are from the Woolly Bay. Don't, 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 don't. Because this is a God's forsaken land here. This is not, not your. I would, I would spit on the snows here, but it's not even worth it. Uh, this is not your land, then. No, not at all. Not even close. Because we're far to the far to the east of here. Was, but I'm most concerned with you because you must be freezing to death. Ah, we are. We are. This is not the travel we had thought when we departed our, our dear land, Safeton. Some them, before I take you to our fire or take you to the water, one of the two. I want you to tell me something. Your answer is very, very important. What king do you serve? What king do I serve? Hmm. I do not. I, we come from a coast where the kings are many and their loyalties are, are varied. That is why we've left this trip. For our fathers, he starts is talking unknown. to some of the guys so. behind him. They're all exchanging words in this guttural tongue. Autumn's still sitting there drinking, kind of bemused by this whole thing. He nods. Either you're a very, very good liar, or you speak truly. In either case, you come with me. Come to our side. It is our honor. Goes, otherwise, he goes, otherwise, you, Oliver. Because it will not be long before you die here. He goes, the snows are coming in here. This is not snow. Soon the snows will be here. All three of you will be frozen oh. to ice in moments. Come, come. So he looks at you. He says, you come over land, huh? I suppose you come from uh, come from the west. We were, after our ship, ship. Uh, was broken apart by the... Yes, we had a Your ship. sailors, huh? Uh, yes. Well, we're more fishermen than sailors. 
And of course, the rest of the group kind of looks at me like, I thought you guys were sailors, but we, we admit that we're just fishermen. Uh, and we took our craft out onto, our, onto the bay that we've been, grew up as children. And a, and a great, uh, unfortunately, a, a mythic cursed ship was gonna come upon us. And fortunately, our powerful, our powerful uh, sorceress of the, of the nature and I point to our drinking She just our kind of wiggles her fingers like a was little able wave to, to him. <laughs> yeah, and, and I talk her up as using, force, evoking the elemental forces of the na nature, teleported us, uh, transported us here, um, but clearly the seas here are not for the faint of heart, and, we, and our ship broke upon the rocks. He looks over at Mendy, says, you've been very quiet. Looks over at you, uh, Sam, and he goes, you're his, you're his sister, huh? Yes. Andy. She, he, he doesn't say it by name. He says, uh, you're, I can smell your blood is the same. Why are you so quiet? You have nothing to say for yourself? I say much can be learned through listening as opposed to talking, I have found. Talk like one of us. Talk like a Krusky. I, I, this is good. Good. Come. He walks you over to Marissa and uh, to uh, Kwong, and they're all standing there, uh, the two of them. He goes, we take you to Sabrala. But Sabrala is our leader. Who is? Uh, ah. I want to warn you. He goes, Sabrala, speak to her with respect. Huh? He nods. Uh, that's, of course. That's just bad news. It would be that's, an that's bad news. It will be an honor <laughs> to meet Sabrala. No. I'm sure she, she is fair <laughs> and beautiful. You have okay. no idea, he says, looking at you. Says, right. but right. he pulls out his axe and points it at you. He goes, she's a Krusky woman. You. You, you understand, foreigner? Good. Yes. I... I <laughs> Might I ask you, what, what does Kruski mean? He looks back at you, he goes, I let Sabrala tell her, he goes, I am a man of war, I am not a man of tales. Sabrala, Excellent. Sabrala is the greatest tale spinner there is. Oh. I look forward to being enraptured by her tales. You're looking to get some tales? Your group goes over. Uh, Marissa just kind of looks at you as you're talking because you're close enough. She just shakes her head looking at you. Uh, <laughs> I apologize for my brother. <laughs> it is okay. Yeah. Says, I didn't say anything wrong. I wait a minute. I didn't say anything what inappropriate. Your, what is your translator of Somnim? Uh, I am Mendy Pushkin. Mendy, he is still a man. I understand. Yes, men. This is this is my kind of place where men are. So men you follow the the group. Follow men the group are men. Of Twenty men, and they're all wearing these heavy furs. Um, you hear him start ordering a couple people around. A couple people start handing you some furs to wear. Uh, Olafar says okay. to you, I he says, Oh, wonderful. You wear these and you not freeze to death. Not right away, anyway. Uh, wonderful. Thank you. So you need to get you inside. Thank you tents. for your generosity. So he leads you to this, uh, these groups of these fires that are lit. You're kind of in a, the tents are kind of almost in a semicircle. And I apologize, Carlos, just real quick. When we found 
I, I wasn't sure because I didn't want to bring it up with the other with Vic and with Brian. But you know, you mentioned yes. the cloak and right. the potions. You know, obviously we were freezing. At some point, one of us. Oh, uh, actually, the cloak you on. did. If did you remember any... correctly, James, during Vic's game, I, 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 you did yes, put I it on. So you're still wearing Just, it at this point in time. Okay. James, you didn't okay. think I wouldn't and, do my homework, it, did you? <laughs> no, that's good. I, but there's, I, I have not gleaned any other information not since yet, that no. time. Okay. And the silver uh, items or the, the beads or, or something to that effect, I'm trying to just look up my notes here, there's, th that didn't gain any attention from the not ice barbarians at, yet, at no. this point. Okay. So I didn't offend nope, them or anything else yet, based on At that. least. It okay. doesn't seem like you have. He starts to okay. lead you yeah, um, oh, into this. Silver moons. It's a black cloak with silver moons. All these people so are staring at you, all these barbarian men, and you have yet to see a woman amongst them. Okay, there's, they're, they're all men. It looks like they probably have about 45 people here total uh, in this camp. They're all these um, hardened, uh, looks like uh, moose leather, hardened, heavy, or elk, I should say, uh, tents. Uh, some of them are leading smoke out of the tops of them. Um, there's two very burly men standing out in front of the entrance to one of the larger ones of them. He says, you come in here, uh, just you two and you, he points over at Marissa. He goes, you three come here. You rest. He set, barks a couple orders to some of the other men in this tongue you can't understand. They all start to lead them away. Uh, autumn, autumn. I tell, I tell Vivi, to, I tell Vivi to follow. Autumn. Vivi is so. sitting there, shuddering and shaking the whole time. Vivi, uh, yeah, Autumn actually picks her up off the ground and holds her. Yeah. She's a big dog, but she's holding her, picks her up. Yeah. Don't worry, sweet. Don't worry. Um, follow me. He leads you into this into this tent. Instantly, you can feel the warmth inside this tent. There's a fire right in the middle of the ground. Uh, this icy uh, ground that it looks like they put a built like a square stone on top of it. Uh, smoke is rising up out of it. Uh, at the back of the tent, sitting in kind of a uh, looks like a kind of a mounded snow, is a young woman of probably about 20 years old. She's about half the size of any of these men. Uh, she is definitely half-elven. You've seen half-elves enough to know. Uh, she is absolutely breathtaking. She's got silver hair that rolls oh, straight down her back. Uh, uh, she's wearing heavy furs, ermine, it looks like, over herself. She looks at the, at the two of you. Olivar kneels and looks at you, kind of looking at the both of you two, like, you better follow suit. He I'm puts his hand too. over his chest. He goes, Sabrala. He goes, these are the ones we've found. In perfect common, she looks over at you two. She says, leave us, Olivar. Sabrala, they may be, please, leave us. He nods, looks at you too. He whispers as he walks past you, Sonim. You remember what I say. He goes, 
And he walks oh, out did. of the... Marissa sits behind the two of you. Doesn't look like she knows where to sit, so she just sits on the snow. Sabrala looks at the two of you and says, I am Sabrala Starbreaker. I have been chosen to lead this group. I hope they haven't been too rude to you. Just as, as you try to announce something, I say, Solomon uh, Calamus at your service. She smiles. As I said, Sabrala Starbreaker. I am a woman of the Kruski tribe now. Looks over at you, and you are... Mendy is my sister's name. Sabrala, we've been treated very well. We appreciate the hospitality and the warm clothes. Well, we've only begun, he says. It is part of of the Kruski tradition to have, uh, to extend hospitality strangers, provided they prove themselves of a peaceable nature. She looks behind herself and she uh, begins to dig in a a small bag. She looks back at you. She goes, I hope you don't mind fish. We love fish. Very much. Uh, Marissa looks at you. Uh, I appreciate your hospitality, Sabrala, but... uh, we were told that this was not your land. No, it's not, he says. Looks over at the two of you. She begins to distribute amongst you these dried bits of fish, basically rations, but it, it, it'll, it'll fill some, uh, some hungry bellies, and you guys are plenty hungry right now. You're beginning to thaw a little bit in the, uh, in, in, inside of this uh, tent. And Sabral looks at you, and she says, you've come at a very interesting time here. Are you here from the West, by any chance? We come from the Wild Coast. We, we, we do not know uh, in re- this, where this land is in relation to where we are from. We can tell you we are from a place she called the Woolly Bay. She thinks about it for a second. She's... Seems to count in her mind a bit. You are about two and a half years travel from your home by foot. I actually visibly kind of stumble back because this is my dreams were to go to Greyhawk, not to some backwater freeze town. Because I don't say that. No, of course not. But I assume like Greyhawk's New York City and everything else is a, a. Back, you are in the hold I'm, I'm... of Stonefist as we speak. This is some of the most brutal climb in all of our continent. I'm interested to know how you arrived here. Your arrival happens to be fortuitous, or it might be a portent of something ill. And I wish to know which it is. Well, for us... We, we set off to seek the greatest city of this age or any age. We set off on our boat. We came upon a legendary evil on the Woolly Bay. And it was fortunate our, our, our druidess with magical and, and nature incanted, incantations delivered us to this area. Indeed. And what is this legendary evil? You have a tale to tell. I can tell. Yeah, so I explained to her how 
the uh, the ship that collects those who are unfortunate to gr grasp them, this undead ship, and I recount that they were taking upon us, and fortunately we were able to escape at the very end. He nods. I make it sound like I did a lot. I need you to roll me a percentage uh, uh, dice right now, please. 36. He nods. And you, Mendy, do you have anything to add to his tale? His tale is accurate, and we would seek your help in any way you can provide it to help us get to the city of Greyhawk, and we, of course, would be of whatever assistance to you that we could well, be come, in exchange for As I help. said, you've come at an interesting time, and unfortunately, we are leaving to the east this evening. We've done what we've come to do. Has it occurred to you that you've not met with any patrols, any men that might be stop, stomping the snows in this area? That had not crossed our mind, but now that you mention it, perhaps it is unusual, though this does seem to be a desolate area. There's a reason for this. The men of Stonehold march, even as we speak, to the west, into the land of Ten. Have you ever heard of it? No, we've not. The land to the west of here, known as Ten. They march at the command of the Relt of all Stonehold, Sevord Redbeard. He leads them to overtake their area. Even now, I would imagine their armies are besieging border, a weak border between the two nations. That's why you're here unmolested. Ah, hmm. Interesting. We are here sent by our own, our Jarl, or our Jarlind, as it might be, she says, to ensure that we know where their troops are, what's, what, what is actually transpiring here. Stonehold is an ancient enemy of ours, as they are of all, of all Rizians. She looks at you, well, and she we says... Are we are I will tell you a tale of my own people if you're interested to hear it. I'm interested in hearing anything you have to say, dear Sabrala. Over 3,000 years ago, there was a great land far, far to the west and to the south. It was the greatest empire that ever stood on the face of our lovely world. This was called the Sewell Empire. The Sulawese who lived in this place were powerful, mastered great magics, cultures, architecture, things of which we can no longer even dream. But at one point, one of the greatest Sul magi of all time, his name was Slorotan. He foresaw a day in which the ancient enemies of the empire to the north would rain down destruction upon the empire and burn it to ash. Only one that would listen to Slorotan's warnings was a prince by the name of Zelophar. Prince Zelophar and Slorotan took many tribes with them, associated tribes, and they, they fled the Sul Imperium. 
Such was the power of Slorotin's magic that he opened up a mighty tunnel in the face of a mountain range. Hundreds of miles long, one spell. Can you imagine it, dear Magi? Such power that he could sunder the earth and skies and deliver tribes of people all the way into a wider, more peaceful part of the continent. It staggers the imagination. But unfortunately, the emperor was not pleased with his son's actions. He was wroth with fury. The empire was on the precipice of war with the north. To rein in his traitorous son, he sent forth three tribes follow him. These were the tribes of Kruski, of Frusti, and Shnai. It would be known as the houses of pursuit to those of us with an education. Their mandate from the emperor was nonetheless than return with his treacherous son, either in hand or with his head on a, with his head on a spear. So, the Kruski, Frusti, and Schnei followed him across the breadth of another, an entire continent. They never did find them, but what they did find was a land of ice and snow. The land of the Sul before was a land of plenty, warm, time was beautiful. Animals were replete in the area. Here there was nothing but death and frozen stone. And so the three tribes, when they found Land's End, she sighs slightly. She says, we fractured into three separate nations. You of the West know them as the Frost Barbarians, the Snow Barbarians, and the Ice Barbarians, the Frusti, the Schnei, and the Kruski that I belong to, hmm. he says. Land that you see right now, these were barbarians that lived here long, long before we even came. As we came to the north, passed by them, we came in friendship and they attacked us with steel, spears and arrows. They forced us away. But the Rizians, the houses of pursuit never forgot and never forgave those who would treat with them in such a way. And so as we were forced to flee like cowards, like sniveling dogs, our hatred for these people persisted. So it is that the Frusti that are neighboring them, just to the east of here, they have been a perpetual war with Stonehold and severed Redbeard's men ever since. But something unusual has come over Severed Redbeard in recent years. He's stopped squabbling with the Frusti. He's turned his eyes over to the east, to the west, to the Tenhas. No one understands why it is, but something has come over him, a cold fury that none can explain. This is why our Yarlind has sent us here. We're here to watch over what is transpiring, see if we can figure out what's going on with these men. I thought perhaps that you might have some sort of insights, but it appears that your foreigner is from a totally different place. But maybe, as you said, fortune works in mysterious ways, and perhaps this is our destiny, to seek glory here 
And of course, whatever she says, I'm totally down with it. So, Marissa, I think you can almost that, hear her eyes roll as you're saying this behind. Me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I say, for, for once, I seem to be in agreement with my brother. I think our coming here was fortuitous, and I, I, I would like to help in any way we can. Well, you have to understand so that, that our mission was as what was as scouts. We were here to learn something. We've learned what we could, that the men are marching, the army is marching, and now we must return to the Arlind. However, he says, if you are interested in returning with us to Rizia, the ice barbarian capital of of Lot, I would be happy to take you there. He says, however, it is far, far away. It's even further away from your city of Greyhawk. Yes, we'll we'll need to discuss that. Uh, your honor, your your offer is most generous. Be not, uh, Sabrala. And um, unfortunately, we are at ten o'clock, so I don't want to. And I think this is a good cliffhanger. It is a good cause, cliffhanger. Because we don't know. I mean, going farther sounds horrible. And but just and just to thing here is death. And just to summarize, Carlos. So we're over here in the hold of stones. That's correct. Up here somewhere. Up here somewhere. Yep. And there's there is so we've met the ice barbarians yes. who are from way over Sigur. here, and there, right? And there's the capital, Gloat, right? right? Gloat. So that's a long way. It's and literally at the edge of the map. Now, it's literally Sabrala, at the edge of the map. Very quickly, uh, for the uh, purpose of your viewers out there, Sabrala Starbreaker is actually a canon character in the World of Greyhawk campaign. She makes an appearance in the module. Five shall be one, and she also in Howl from the North. Afterwards, she's a very integral character in that. Uh, your characters, had you had any uh, inkling of what Greyhawk's history is, would realize that you are not when you started. Ah, ah. You're, you're plunged into the beginnings of the Greyhawk Wars, what's, what started it off. Yeah, I was going to ask because oh. you mentioned that time is is being displaced yes. during with our. Yes, hex. you were, and that is uh, your explanation of that particular hex. It's barren. It's and you are in a particular very interesting crux of history in for Stonefist. Okay. Well, that's a great place to land off here. So, Carlos, thank you so My much. My pleasure, guys. And uh, we look forward to whenever you're a chance to continue this. Sure. Um, we we uh, will look forward to seeing you in April, or hopefully sooner oh, than that. I can't that, wait. It'll be awesome. Book the shall, shall not be named and um, the charity event in April. Yep. So, but we're going to get Alan on because we're very excited. Not Alan on, but we're going to get Alan on to explain uh, and talk to him. So, thank you so much, Carlos. We'll Thanks talk so much to you for soon. having thank you, Carlos. I, I give way to Alan. This is big, a bushy, a big production. Oh, what's the show?